questions. Yeah, that's a good idea, Josh. Thank you very yeah. much. All right. <laughs> well, welcome everybody to the After Hours podcast. I'm your host, Saber Seven. Alongside me, Josh, you are. It's Comrade Josh. Oh fuck my head. Josh, you are. Oh god. Thank you for the feedback there. That's gonna sound great for the recording later. <laughs> and then, of course, we have unimpressed, unimportant Canadian. <laughs> yeah, you got that right. Come on, Josh, get your shit together. Come I'm not, I am I am the comrade Josh. I uh I fail just like my country. It looks like you just a gold C on your hat. Oh yeah. the fuck all I hear is fucking criticize. Oh, you bought you got given a red one. Not even a black one. Not even a white one to match with some sort of winters. No, fucking bright blood red. <laughs> yeah, that's what you got. Yeah. And then you wear the cap brass sideways. Like, yeah, do it right, man. Come on. And uh, you're also going you're... to be fucking, you know, one with the fucking comrades. You have to have it. Where right. the hell are you going? Uh, nowhere. I'm actually just sitting right here looking around at my. Josh, my it doesn't mouth. help with recording when you're freaking 15 feet away from the Ominous mic. Mouth away from my face. Okay. How does God, that even damn. sound quieter? Does he unplug it again? <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I hate myself. I like it better with it unplugged. <laughs> it's because you can't hear me, can't you? Still, still going through your webcam mic. Uh, uh, yeah, there we uh, go. It's, it's just because I hate myself. Turn down the gain. My gain is all the way down. I can turn it up. Don't turn it up. Turn down for what? There we go. Just keep it at that. Don't ever touch it again, Josh. Get one of those freaking like turnkey trigger guards that are used for nuclear missiles and place it on top of those freaking notches and don't uh, touch you, it ever again. I don't need know. you and your brother with two keys to unlock it simultaneously. <laughs> I don't understand how yours, how you change it so often. Don't do it. Josh, stop it. No. <laughs> so we're, uh, we're accepting applications for a new member of the After Hours podcast. We're selling down I am, two members. Yep. I'm currently getting fired as yeah. we speak. And paid interns getting fired. Yep, yep. Um, I don't get paid for anything other than to look pretty, which I hardly ever do. So, anyway, did you guys see the battlefield got freaking pushed back another uh, another month? Yeah, yeah not I'm, surprised. I'm, ha I'm happy it did, though. Because yeah. the whole thing is we're not going to have a Cyberpunk 2077 incident, you know? We're okay. going to have something that's... Like <laughs> well... My biggest issue about the whole, like, oh, we're not going to have another Cyberpunk thing is that the game Cyberpunk was pushed back for 10 years. All right, they couldn't. They, they they kept pushing it back. They kept yeah, pushing. But when it. your tagline is done when it's ready, and then you push it out in that state, ooh. Yeah, that's that was where no. Cyberpunk yeah, fucked up. Yeah, that's true. They should have said done when we feel like it. I don't know how how CD Projekt Red like looked at that game in the state. Like like yes, it was absolutely unplayable on PlayStation, but there was tremendously like horrible bugs and glitches on next gen and PC. And I'm just like, how do you not catch this? And if you do see it, how do you say, okay, it's okay, we can patch it later? Easy. Uh, you, get, you get an investor going, if you don't put this out within the next X amount of months, we're backing out. Yeah, that's that's, that's basically it. You exactly. cannot blame we cannot blame CD Projekt Red for producing a oh, game that wasn't finished. Oh, we, we, absolutely, absolutely, we can, absolutely can. But we can. What we can blame is their shareholders pushing, forcing them to push a game out that wasn't finished. I don't know. Finished. We can blame everybody. That's how that works. Well, we'll start... We'll start with CD Projekt Red, then we'll start with the shareholders, and we'll start with the players. 
Well, not all, fixing the CD game. CD Projekt Red's reputation as a game as a game developer studio has been completely tarnished thanks to CD Projekt Red. The next game that they release is gonna be hell with a huge grain of salt, and mm-hmm. nobody's gonna be like holding their breath for that game. It's not gonna be a best-selling game. All right, all right. You know what? If anything, you know what, if anything, like I hope to God, what this does for CD Projekt Red is that it ends their their line of, pre, of pre-orders for games because nobody's gonna be pre-ordering that thing. You know what I saw as a like a hyped up game or like a like the rumored game that they had for CD Projekt Red was Witcher Four. Yeah, and I looked at it, I was like, but I'm all like, creation with it. But why? I thought the iteration was done after the third one. That's what but, we all thought too. Yeah, I was like, that was a great send off for the fourth game for a third game. What are they gonna do for the fourth? I don't know, something different. Because I, mean, I thought the books the books ended when they when they uh, defeated the uh, the Frost King. Or whatever yeah, but was. like The Witcher is like a a lore that you can forever expand upon, mm-hmm. and as long as like the author or the publisher of the books doesn't hold anything against you about going off and doing your own thing, you can do whatever the hell you want with it. Yeah, I guess. I mean, just, the books aren't like, finished either. I mean, like, just look at freaking Star Wars and Lucas Arts. You know, they just hand out their license out to everybody, and people just made a ton of different games off of it based on Game no no canon created by George Lucas. They're just like this is what happened. Darth Vader had an apprentice and almost took out the entire empire, and nobody knew about it. Yeah, I guess I can see that as a point. I mean, that that goes along with it, I guess. I mean, you could do Game of Thrones type shit ending where it does not does not make sense at all. Hold on one second. Fire in the hole. Okay, go ahead. The fuck Hello? are you drinking? Yeah, what the so, fuck are you drinking? It's like foamy piss. So, uh, fun fact going on in my house right now: like, the water dispenser on our fridge is broken, and the water filter is currently creating water right now. So I need a little pick me up. So I took the what was left of the sparking water I had, put it in my shaker, and then decided to mix G, like half a half a serving of G fuel with it to see if it would wake me up. And I'm currently regretting this drink. So continue on. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's not it let's not continue on with this. Why the fuck are you? Would you think that would be a good? Flavor mixing. I I did it mainly for the. Ca- I do have a caffeine addiction. Let's. I'm not gonna lie. I have a huge caffeine addiction. When the FDA made the classification that that caffeine is indeed a drug, uh, I, I I fall under that category. Damn, I drink shitload of Coca Cola, but you know I don't mix j- gamer fuel with fucking sparkling water. Sparkling water is gross to begin look, with. Look, no, look. Di- I- Diet Pepsi is my downfall, man. Diet That's Pepsi. All I drink. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's it. Oh, well, like, at least like, less sugar. Look, there is a co- there's no a usual cocktail drink out there that you can make that involves Sprite, and I think it, I think actually it was the Bahama Mama G Fuel that is fire. But this one, you know, shot in the dark, tried it out, learned my lesson, never gonna do it again. But I am gonna finish this because this would be a be a waste, and we do have an ant problem right now, so I can't leave anything open right now. God, you got ants. That's how that's how you get ants. Leave it out there. So. Other than that, how's everyone been? I'm alive. Alive? That's that's about as far as it goes. Work sucks. Life life's pretty good. The work sucks, and most of my life is work. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I would acknowledge that you told me this earlier, but you do look good today, Canadian. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, fresh cut, my friend. Fresh cut. Fresh cut. I feel good. I looked like a hobo two hours ago. So. You look like uh. You look like fat donut operator. Fat donut operator. 
Yeah. Actually, you know what? I can see it, but Donald Operator has yeah. a way meaner mustache. I'm sorry. Donald Operator yeah, he has does. Very... I cannot grow the mustache like him, man. I eat that, it. That, and that, fuck that, your mustache. that mustache is bullshit. pure genetics, all right? It's pure genetics. If he, if we, yeah, were, if we were in the 20s, he'd be one of those burly boxers rocking just that mustache, all right? See, yeah, that you... motherfucker's white as shit. Right? <laughs> his his mom fucked the milkman straight up. <laughs> Not gonna lie. Okay, he got the white genetics. He got that Mexican mustache. That's what happened. Yeah, bro, man. I wish I could grow a mustache. I wish I could grow facial hair. As you can see, I'm kind of a peachy. You're baby really face. close to looking like if you just streak it back a little. Actually, you're already there. You look like an Italian, honestly. You have Dude, no me? You, you look like an Italian, even though you have no Italian blood in you. I I do have Italian blood in me. Oh, is is it strong Italian blood? Uh, it's about twelve percent. No, it's not that. But shut up. Barely anything, man. <laughs> I have a ton of blood in me. But it it is it. It's me. like that. It's, it's, it. a, it's like that one U.S. senator that uh, freaking what's her face? Who said she was part Indian Elizabeth, and black? Elizabeth Warren yeah. saying that she's I am Native American as well. Uh, yeah, it wasn't you're, the one. You're, that's... you're like one of those people that go around trying to get a tax card for being like 0.5 percent Apache. <laughs> Well, I I am actually I am actually about about forty five percent Indian. What? Like legit? Uh, not East Indian? No, South American Indian. East. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, I can see East Indian. My family's from Ecuador. Wait, did, you say, did, you say, did you say South America? Wait, what? What did you say? South American tribes? South oh, America? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm part of one of those fucking tribes. I'm like, oh, super... you, you mean that? You mean the tribes that were still in the Stone Age when the Spanish invaded with guns? Yes, <laughs> yeah, those okay. tribes. I'm part of my bloodline. My bloodline comes from there. And Imagine from... being that guy. You just cut your fucking morning meal with a stone knife, and some motherfucker rocks up in shiny ass armor and a thing that goes bang and kills people at range. Oh yes, the conquistadors. They're like I'd be, I'd be shitting bricks. Right. When, <laughs> sorry, now that Josh is saying South American Indians, my mind immediately went to the movie uh, Apocalypto. Yeah. <laughs> this, can anybody explain to me why? Because I, I like, well, it, like. Do you want me to? Do you no, want me no, no, to no, just no. make a? Explain to me why in in the scene where where grandma goes and forces son and wife to go have sex why all of a sudden like his dick's on fire for some reason does anybody because remember? he displeased the gods because she wasn't actually a virgin and that chlamydia was a big thing so yep. fire dick Fire. Oh, okay I, thought, she just, I, I honestly don't know because like that was the, because like um when i was when i was a lot younger my dad was watching that movie and i i, I had stuck into the room right when that scene happens i don't know if you guys had that movie scene in, with you where like you just remember like that's a, that it's the movie scene that you remember for the rest of your life and you think back on that scene a lot that scene i just never understood what happened <laughs> Never understood what happened. Nope, there uh, was, there's one movie scene, and I'll, it's the first pair of tits I ever saw. It was uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. I think it was like one of the newer renditions from like the 90s. Like the chick comes up, and she had really nice boobs. And I was just like, Yes! This is on like AMC! Fuck yeah! Dude, AMC, yeah. Dude, AMC drops a fucking world ever. There used to be a Mine movie was, channel. Uh, there used to be a movie channel on like standard satellite TV that just showed like that was showed every movie out there. And it wasn't like you had to get, get like a special a special movie package to watch, watch this channel. I, it was right below AMC yes. and I TMC. Know what you're about. I forget what oh, TMC. Channel. It was it was below TMC, 
and it would it showed movies uncensored and uncut. It was like the, it was oh like, yeah, I, I think I know which one you're talking like, about. It was so there's a showcase. There was movie time. Showcase was a good one if you wanted tits late at night. Um, well, uh, movie time. I, I don't remember. I w- I grew up in the boonies, man. We didn't have anything crazy. We had internet that was dial up until like. Oh, I had Direct became a thing, and then we got broadband, and that was got, about it. So I had Direct TV growing up, and I well, I still kind of do. And anytime there was a free weekend for like Cinemax or HBO or Showtime, that was that was the first time I saw a pair of tits and porn on TV. Yeah. That I was like, I was watching a movie, and it was like, and it became Cinemax after dark after this movie and i was like okay well i'm, I'm still awake i'm gonna watch this movie for, the, for this next movie that i've never heard of and i was like oh Wrangler three i've never heard of this <laughs> one before what is this <laughs> <laughs> basically so i'm like, like i started watching this shitty act porn. i started watching this shitty acting film and i'm just like oh oh and then i then i realized i'm actually straight well, I mean, sorry. Wait, it out a wait, how old were you when you were contemplating your sexuality? I was ten. You contemplating your sexuality at ten years old? Yeah, and I saw I saw a titty film that made me feel, oh, women are great. Okay, Josh. Oh, and it's man. it's all oh, gone man. downhill from there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, is that happening? I mean, Saber is a religious man, and he's got a wife, so he can't really talk about this much, I imagine. But like. <laughs> Hey, well, I remember I remember being like what 12 years old my porn tastes were like super simple right it was just like a pair of boobs and that was enough that's all I needed yeah yep. now it's it's fucked up yeah it's, it's pretty really fucked. fucked up that's it's like a, I gotta watch weird that's shit desensitizing like, you right have there. you have like after I, that, you're sitting there like what why <laughs> why did I just watch that why did I get off to that what the well, uh, is going you, on you you guys already criticized me where it's like, well, okay, yeah, you play fucking games. That's different. I'm not playing games. There's a video. And it's not like I'm searching for it. I just go through the page, right? And you're just like, oh, well, that one's caught my eye. And you click on it, and you're like, oh. oh. All right. <laughs> I'm here. Might as fucking well, right? <laughs> Crypto goes, you know it's bad when you're on page 200. <laughs> what? <laughs> What's two hundred? There has been times where I'll get to like page twenty, and I'm like, man, I haven't seen anything. And I'll just swap <laughs> back, find another category, and I'm like, sitting there soft, and just like, I don't know what to do with this. <laughs> I like, I just like imagine like this, like this freaking geriatric Brit, like going on, like, ah, oh, this is of not the top quality to yank it to. I must keep going. No, that has no. nothing to do with top quality. It needs to be the raunchiest shit I've seen in my life. <laughs> yeah, fucked up. It's got to be like super fucked up. You gotta find and some it, random it, shit. It's just like, why? I'm a deviant, uh, and I hate it. I'm not proud I, of it. I'm okay. not proud. When it comes to like normal sexual behavior with like a female, I'm super vanilla. Like there's nothing fucking like bad about it. I'm not like punching her in the face to get off. But like, yeah, porn's a whole different fucking thing. It's bad. yeah. Well, it's really bad. You can, well, the thing is, you can't even blame yourself for being that bad because then you're like you said, you got desensitized. Well, I mean, you got desensitized over years of loneliness. Well, for you, you have children. I do not. I am lonely. Uh, but wow, you know, deep, man. Just just take a break. Just take a break because it'll resense it'll reset your freaking senses because you start freaking like saying, I just need to see something. And then like then you're good. Oh, 
Oh, Saber, I have taken a break, and it did not end well. How do you think I started playing video games? <laughs> How long was well, your break? Because I'm talking like... It was I'm six talking... months. Dry. Just, I was like, okay, I'm going to get on it. I'm going to go out there. I'm going to see if I can get myself an actual pair of tits. And then I ended, and then I was like, you know what? I am not satisfied, and I'm more unhappy. Then I was like, oh, this game is fun. You know, it's a great part about not having someone with you and just doing it yourself. You good old Pamela Henderson, you know. Don't have to don't have to cook a breakfast in the morning. Don't have to say goodbye. You don't have to kick it out. Get the fuck out. There's no there's no fight. Oh, this is gonna be an explicit Good. rating episode. Oh yeah. Well, 100%. well, hundred well, percent. We the, we we started out by talking about porn. It's gonna be explicit. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll take full responsibility for this one. Mm. Uh, I don't know how we even got here. I just. Out with I was just movie. talking about scene, movie mm-hmm. scenes that you that you first watched that like <laughs> stuck with you for the rest of your life, and I guess that just strictly associate your first pair of boobies. Well, yeah, because yeah. that was the one you said the movie. Which scene I, do one. I do have one. I do have one, and it's oh, a fantastic I, story, oh, by the way. It's a fantastic. It's a fantastic story. So back in Nebraska when I was growing up, uh, my my grandparents used to come out and visit, which was on my dad's side, his his stepdad and his and uh, his mom, and uh, they would they would show up in their RV, and my 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 grandpa, um, he, the biggest John Wayne fan you'll ever meet. Biggest John Wayne okay. fan you'll ever meet. Okay. So in his I mean, RV, there's, all, there's, there's always old Western movies being played. And I don't know what Western movie it was. And I never figured out which one it was because it's just hard. To, it's a hard description to like like search onto Google and find it. If I really wanted to, I probably could find it now. But um, so we go into the RV and um, they're watching a movie. And... I forget, like I said, I forget which movie it is, but you know, the, it's just one of those classic bad guy chasing good or good guy chasing bad guy ty- type of scenes. And I don't know if you've seen an old Western film, but they're always like falling through buildings and windows and stuff like that. Well, yeah. in one of them, they fall through the bill, they th- they fall through a window, and I don't know if it was just a a brothel or a woman's like like bathing house or something. But and like by the way, this is this was an old movie. And I'm su- like I'm still surprised that it was like and like they just fall in there and like they get up and the guy just gets wide eyed and just like in panic mode and just like there's just naked women everywhere and like this movie was like made in, like the 60s or 70s. I, like I said, I can't remember the time period when this movie was made. And my gram and my dad's like, Mom, what the heck? Like, come on, I got. <laughs> and her response was, Oh, it's just. Boobs, don't calm down. <laughs> fucking awesome. I I actually have one of those when I f- saw the movie Titanic. I was forced to watch There's Titanic. No that Titanic. three hour, huh? No yeah, there is. Yes, there is. All oh, you guys have not seen the t- movie Titanic. Titanic is not even radar. It's not even radar movie. Yes, it is. Oh, uh, it, the pair the, of boobies. The only part of Titanic I remember is when the boats are going down and there's people falling off and they you, smack you, the propellers. I thought that was fucking hilarious. That was fucking hilarious. But the the main girl and Leonardo DiCaprio, she takes off her fucking dress and he paints her ass naked. That was that was the second time I saw a pair of tits. I was watching that fucking movie and they tried to block my eyes. I was like, second, I was like, this ain't bad. Are you talking about the scene where they're having sex in the car? No. That is just a hand. He paints her ass naked. Well, yeah, she Go paint, watch the film. That, that, yeah, I'm, she, I'm paints she paints him. She paints him. He paints her. He paints her. She's naked in that film, dude. 
you see the drawing, but you don't see her. Bro, I will fucking send you pictures, Saber. It's a PG-13 movie. Yeah, don't do uh, that. He's a wife. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm like, well, it's Titanic. You'd be like, it's from Titanic. But he's still. Crazy. He got the wrong Titanic movie. <laughs> oh, no, he's right. He's right. Is what's the rating on Titanic? Because I always thought it was a PG thirteen movie. It's a PG thirteen oh, movie. I, I I can't show it, but I got it. Well, the, I know there's a I know that there's a I know the I know the scene you're talking about where he's drawing her, and like yeah, you see the you see her booze like hanging out, but yeah. in, like, in the drawing in the yeah, drawing. The biggest no, it's full her. She really? has the biggest nipple ever. Oh, yeah, she does. Fucking <laughs> huge. They're nice, but they're massive. That, it's probably it's probably they're, if it's PG thirteen, it's probably like a fake prosthetic one, like they use that move. Uh, speaking of which, it, have you it all most likely is? But. Have you ever seen the like? This is where I kind of like realized that the there's fake prosthetic boobs used in movies. Have you guys ever seen the movie? Um, it's with Ryan Reynolds. Uh. Oh crap! What is it? What's it called? Him and his buddy pee into a freaking fountain and they switch lives. Oh fuck yeah! Was it Ryan uh, Reynolds? It was Ryan it was... Reynolds. It was Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds and the guy from um, he does all... Arrested Development. Yeah. I, anyways, I forget what it's called. I remember. Uh, but but <clears throat> that was the movie. Like I, when I realized that they used the the prosthetic boobs are are used, and like when I was younger, and I saw that I saw that movie. The change up. Change yeah, up. the changeup. Yeah, yeah, the changeup. Like because there's a lot of fake boobs in that sh in that movie. There's a lot of fake boobs, and you can tell. You can tell. On, oh yeah. On no, no. She, she, Kate Winslet, the actress from Titanic, said no. That's not. That, that's all her. That's all she, her. She, that's but all her. PG thirteen. Okay, it, it must be in like an unrated version of the movie then, because no, was this was the theater film. No, you can't. Are, you the second are, you have freaking boobs or genitalia shown, it's R. Rated. You can't just throw boobs in the PG-13 movie. So I remember going over to a buddy's place when I was like 11 or 12. And we were throwing on classic zombie movies. That was the theme of the night. Oh, so of course, Night movies. of the Living Dead, or the Return of the Night of the Living Dead. The sequel? Yeah. And I'd never seen it before. And it's like, you know, this 1980s thing, right? And we're fucking, we're watching it. And this whole thing, they're in the graveyard. And then the one like edgy chick or whatever just strips completely fucking naked. And she's just, it's full frontal. First time I'd ever seen full frontal. And I was like, what the fuck is that? It is the biggest ginger bush you will ever see in your entire <laughs> fucking life. So it wasn't really technically full frontal. It was covered. <laughs> it was like absolutely off. It was like, holy fire crotch. Like, Jesus Christ, this is ridiculous. I wonder I wonder <laughs> if by, by today's like like guidelines, uh, can't. Like FFC guidelines, I wonder if like a full on bush can cover as, count as a like covering now. No, no, no. Uh, FCC were very lax Mommy, until why does he have a beard on her vagina? <laughs> oh, that reminds me of a freaking comedy of a comedy stand up skit that. So, um, I listen to on Pandora on my on to and my on my way home from work because it just puts me in a better mood than listening to like emo rock music that I usually listen to. And oh, you're one of those guys. I I I rediscovered like my love for like 2000s rock music, and I've been like just like straight on going on with that. But I turned back to uh, comedy radio on Pandora, and 
one thing I used to hate about Pandora, if you, I don't know if you guys remember it, like the more like stuff that you liked, it would readjust the station to the stuff that you like. And it got to a point for me where now on cycle on my comedy radio station, I think only like four like comedians are on cycle on it now. And one of them, his name is Dan Cummins. And, Heard of him. and uh, Dan Cummins tells of the story of uh, where, um, you know, he tells a lot of stories about about raising his kids. And he tells a story about when his son uh, first uh, like discovered like, Pubes. And this is such a weird way of going about it with like how he how Dan Cummins handled it with his son. So basically, like he just kept asking like the, his son just kept asking questions and questions, and questions. So he's like, OK, I'm just going to go and show him a picture of what a uh, of what a woman, a naked woman looks like. And I don't know how old her, his son is at this point. I think probably like 10 or 11 at this point of like showing uh, showing him the picture. And he so pulls up a picture of like you know a woman in full on bush, and and the son's like, oh my gosh, they have those, they have that too. And he's like, yeah, buddy. And uh, so the, Dan Cummins is also remarried, and so it's uh, not not their actual mom. And his son goes like, does Lindsay have it? And runs over to his stepmom and asks like, and asks her is like. <laughs> And the asked her, like, do you have do you have pubes? And she's like, and she like she goes like, huh, yes, I do. And it's a freaking straight face. Kid goes like, let me see it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but, yeah. oh man, dude, there's just like kids out there. Like I was terrified, terrified to ask my dad questions on anything, which has ruined me forever because I don't know anything. And then there's just kids that just like I'll ask my I'll ask them just say anything in the world. I'll ask them anything in the world. Well, I the, that's the thing. That's how I grew up. Like I could ask my parents anything, and I got an answer for it. Didn't matter how young I was. If I was interested in it, I got an answer for it. So I learned about sex really fucking young. Um, same with my kids. They've asked the question too. They've learned about it. You, you know, you don't go into graphic detail, but you have the idea. But I like there's there's the birds and the fucking bees. On the real note, like sex is a massive part of our life, like in general, right? You're in a relationship, sex is a big thing. We have it for pleasure, we have it for procreation. Like it's a to, to hide it is so fucking strange. Like uh, North America is so fucked up in the way we do shit. Like you go to Europe, nude beaches everywhere, tits oh, are out, dude. fucking commercials. Even there, like yeah. no one cares. Yeah, nobody cares. <laughs> nobody cares at all. No, there, there's full here, on like fuck. there's full on clubs in like Germany that is like just dedicated to sex. That's it. All right. Do you then, do you want to know the most awkward conversation I've ever had? Oh god. It was with my parents itself. I imagine there's a ton of them, Josh, but continue. Oh, no, I have one. I have well, actually I don't have that many that I think about it. But it was the it was not my dad who was trying to tell me about sex. Who who already talked about sex with me? But it was my mom's boyfriend who came in and tried to just to, to talk about sex with me. I'm like, dude. I looked at him straight in the face, like, dude, you're not my dad. <laughs> please this is a very awkward conversation i do not want to have this with you i already know and he we both had that conversation he looked me in the eye and he looked and we both had that same recognition yeah we don't want, want to talk to each other about this shit nor do we ever want to speak about this ever again i feel like that was one of those situations where mom's like okay hey, can you have this conversation with them he's like i really don't want to and then he tried it and then he's like thank god he doesn't want to either <laughs> I was, I was like, so when uh, my son was getting potty trained, it was one of those times like I'd pee in the bathroom with him. I didn't care, but it was like going to take a shit, 
She's like, you got to have him in there. You got to teach him how to do it. And I was like, what? fuck no. I do not want to gas the child. You need to do this. Like, no, 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 no. Like, he can figure out how to shit on his own. It's not hard. And Sam guess what? I didn't do it, and he's fine. So... Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know where that came from. Like, that's the weirdest fucking thing about it. He's like, you sit on the toilet and you go, get them, you're getting them off diapers, and now they have the small toilets too. It makes it easier. Yeah. I was and like having kids as they get older, man. You say shit like you never thought you'd ever say in my life. Like I remember when I was teaching him to go pee in the potty, sitting there, and I'm peeing. And he goes to touch the stream. I'm like, don't touch the. <laughs> <laughs> you want you, you want to know how I was in my life? Would I tell another human being not to touch my piss? Like ever? <laughs> don't never don't cross the stream, <laughs> son. Don't touch. Don't don't it's crossing the stream. My... I, had, I had this adorable little moment with my daughter there uh, a couple weeks ago. She comes up to me and she goes, she goes, Daddy, Daddy, I pooped myself. And I was like, Oh no! <laughs> like she's five, and I'm like. Oh, baby, what happened? And she's just like, well, I had to fart, and I went to fart, and instead of farting, I pooped. And I was like, well, now we've learned a life lesson. Don't trust farts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, 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 oh, I have plenty of those. <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's interesting. Just, Having just, kids is, is super just, fucking strange because oh. you do shit that you, brings you completely out of your comfort zone. Never, like, can, you never, how, I, can you how old is your daughter? Uh, she's five. Okay. Or she, she will, she'll be five in so, January. There's another comedian that I highly suggest you you go check out. His name is Chad Daniels. Okay. And he, funny freaking story he has where he basically he's talking about how he's sucking his kids in to go to go to bed, and he tells his daughter good night, walks past, and tells his son a good night, and then walks back and. Uh, as he's walking past his daughter's room, his daughter's like, hey, daddy, come here. He's like, hey, what's up, Tootsie Pop? And he said, she says, I was just scratching my privates, and they got all tingly. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, daddy, come here? Mommy, come here. You're like, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. Right? So, like, being a single dad, what happens when she gets her period for the first time? My oldest daughter didn't have to deal with it. She got it, and she was at mom's, and it was perfectly fine i hear that like a, i hear that my relies on daughter, what am i gonna fucking do i hear that relies a lot on good co-parenting fucking do it you know what i mean like what am i gonna do i was i was I raised with a tam i don't even know how to use a tampon i don't know how to use one either but my mom and my sisters were like <laughs> hey the paper you're good basically basically <laughs> they said this they 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 taught me how to shop for tampons, and I don't know. Still to this day, I do not know how to fucking buy them. But they said you buy these specific ones; they work well. And I do not know the brand. I was like the colored box, the red one, and that's basically how I remembered it—the red See, box. Like, I was never embarrassed shopping for shit like that for my ex at all. Like there was no issue with that. I'd I'd walk in, I'd buy fucking condoms. Not like I used very many of them, but I'd buy tampons. I'd do like anything. Didn't matter. Didn't care. There are dudes that are super fucking weirded out by that right and it makes sense it's a little uncomfortable for people but i just never understood it it was just always interesting like walking up you put the tampons down you put the flowers down you put the chocolate down and go through and the guy would just look at you and be like yeah i know i know and you'd big, be like yep pay for big, your shit and walk out big night right <laughs> no 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 oh, there's no it. big night I no go. it's i've never got i've never angry i've never gotten that once 
Right. One time I bought a big box of from from Target, and the cashier was just looking at me, and I was like, are you going to ring me up, or am I going to stand here, or what? <laughs> so, and then no, no other words, she just scanned it, and I left. Scanned, paid, and left. Most <clears throat> awkward moment of my entire life um, has to be the first time I bought condoms. I went to the 7-Eleven, grabbed a box. This was on Valentine's Day, too. And I go up to I go up to ring out, and uh, the guy looks at me. Which, by the way, I don't understand why people just need to go and make comments when, especially you're making that type of a purchase. This this guy on like goes on and he's like, ah, fun fun time tonight, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm that it's guy. Like, I'm already in an awkward moment right now. It's my first time buying this stuff. And you already got to like add it on to like my most like add on to the experience too. And that's probably probably the probably the reason why they do that is they know it's your first time your first time buying it because you already look awkward, you look young, and you're just like they're like, <laughs> like sweating. And you went to Seven Eleven. I didn't know where else to go. I didn't want to go to Walmart and then have to end up waiting in like a freaking line. Well, let me guess. You went in there and you brought you bought Trojan Magnums for your tiny dick. That's exactly what you did. <laughs> yep, hundred percent. Because that's what I did. I think yeah. every guy I does. No I think every I guy. Ha- I think every guy like over. You put it on. You're like, oh fuck, it doesn't fit. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta look at I need an elastic band to hold this bitch down. Hey, it better it be too big than it to be too small, right? At least you're comfortable. No. Yeah, fair, fair, I guess. But like, my question is: Have you ever taken just a normal condom if it's like a one size fits all, you know? And you blow it up because you're retarded, and, or sorry, you're, you're ridiculous, <laughs> and you, you blow it up. You've never done a condom balloon before. They're fucking hilarious. Oh, they're it's hilarious. Like, oh, bulbous you, dick. You never it's done fun. a you never did a condom balloon before. No, I made a water and balloon once. Those things get this big. They're huge. <laughs> I made a water balloon out of it. Do you need Magnum condoms? I will, I will say though, the the feeling and the taste of the lube on your lips after that though is a very yeah, unpleasant it's not a good time. It goes numb sometimes, and you're like, "Why would I buy these? This yeah. is stupid. This I want to feel like... it, not be numb." Oh my god! Dude. For all who's listening today, this is the After Hours podcast. Yeah, that's why we call it that. That's why it's after hours. I feel like this should be just an, a live exclusive one. I don't know if I want to upload this one tonight. <laughs> this, is not, this is not the sponsor grab attention one at all. Uh, if we are like getting condoms hey. or like lube or some sex toy, hey, well, jelly. probably make a good amount of money on that one. Man, I'm like this is this conversation keeps going this way. I'm gonna need a little bit more drinky drink. Oh wait, yeah. This guy, why is this all? Why is this one all of a sudden remind, reminding me of all the right. stand-up comedians? So another one that Chad Daniels has, which by the way, your answer for you don't know how many different like what what tampons you need to get. Do what Chad Daniels did. He he said that he just bought one of every every kind and just put them in a closet. And then when she said she was on her period, he just took her to the closet, and just like grab the one you need. <laughs> good and then uh I'll another one everything. <laughs> another one that he has was uh oh crap which one was it wow my train thought just freaking goes i don't remember what i was gonna try to talk about right there oh well continuing did, did you work today no day off oh, watch oh my, my god corn, watch my is playing against the third th- th- the third-ranked Oklahoma Sooners gave the Oklahoma Sooners a freaking heart attack, and uh, you know we still lost. I was expecting loss, but uh, I was also expecting to give up 52 points. So I'm happy. Did you, you know I follow Baker Mayfield on Instagram, mm-hmm. and the first time I learned on how shitty uh, Nebraska was because he's like Oklahoma's better than Nebraska. And he's fucking just watching the game. 
I was like, aren't you supposed to be preparing tomorrow for your game? Like, what the hell are you doing watching football? Does Cleveland, does Cleveland even play tomorrow? Uh, yeah, they should. Tomorrow's I Sunday. I don't think they do. Unless they play in the Monday Night Football game. I'm pretty sure they play tomorrow. But either way, uh, the, either way, they're playing Baltimore, so it doesn't really have, matter. Have, the, Canadian, so, the, the Canadian doesn't know NFL. There, doesn't there's care. a ball that you sometimes hit with your foot, and we call it football. <laughs> it's because you're running on your feet. I suppose. And the ball is... I, I, I realistically, I have no idea. I feel like calling it football was just a middle finger, just an added middle finger to the people in Europe. I'm like, yeah, we're team. We're going to claim that and call which, that game which is, soccer. Which is interesting, because so fun fact of history <laughs> for today. Uh, soccer was initially invented in England with the severed heads of their enemies. Yes, it was. Beautiful. Yeah, yep. it's kind of pretty it's, fucked it's, up. It's a pretty fucked up sport, but you know, you know what that means, right? It was also supposed to keep the kids from touching themselves. What? And it what? failed. Oh, there's that another. Was, that was at a time when England wasn't like there was no church, there was no nothing. They were just tribes of really angry people. Josh, I, no, no, Josh, I, 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 Josh, I, I will tell you that uh, kicking around the severed heads of your enemies is not part of the Bible. No. No. Uh, maybe somewhere it's been omitted, but who knows? <laughs> no, but there the is a. Biblical times was super fucked up. I was I had watched a movie and I'm not uh, I know it's not true but there was there was a joke they made that soccer was a joke uh, was supposed to keep kids the the Protestant kids where the fuck they were from touching themselves that's why they played they allowed them to play soccer and I was okay, like okay now I'm just curious how was it supposed to because you play soccer you don't like use your hands you you don't use your hands they teach them not to use their hands so I was like I was like I guess that made sense so is that where we got kicking each other in the balls then. Pretty much. That what happened? No, that's just... You don't look, use your hand for the ball, you use the foot. Let's be honest. She's kicking yourself in the balls has been the freaking comedic tool used for the since the beginning of time, all right? Probably. God gave you balls, Hit. put a reset button in there every time you got, <laughs> it got hit, and uh, said, like, have fun. Uh, and, so speaking of that <laughs> and so i have a vasectomy right and i have the like 0.0005 percent chance of getting the most sensitive balls ever and it used to hurt to get kicked in them before now i'll have the kid running by and says, ah, hands flailing whap i'm fucking dropping down so it's no longer fun for me because before, you know, you get that little hit and you feel it. You've got like that second to be like, oh, no. And then it hits. I don't get that anymore. It's fucking instant. And it doesn't matter how hard it is. The harder I get kicked, the more I'm fucking hurling on the ground. It is awful. Right. Okay. I okay, hit the nuts, Mind bro. You, a blessing, but mostly a curse. So one time in, in high school, my buddies, you know, they fucking got me on a good one. And I was just like, we're coming back from this assembly. And we're standing around waiting for the teacher to show up so she can unlock the door and go to class. And my buddy runs right past and smacks kick, smacks me in the nuts like hard at, to the point where I fall on the ground. So I'm like writhing in pain as the teacher shows up. And she's like, what happened? I'm just trying not to like like fall, like roll around. And she's like, what happened? Who did this to you? And I'm looking at my, my friend and I'm like, I don't know. The kid ran that way, and he's all like, "What? What do you mean? He ran so fast. It was just like a flash. It was so dark." And then she's like, "What?" And I was like, 
all right, time to go to class. <laughs> just fucking walked inside. I had I had this one kid. He owns a pizza store now in my where I grew up, and it's it's dope shit. And he's a, he's a good guy. It was a complete accident, but he was taking karate classes when he was younger. And of course, I'm running around outside of school and recess, and you know, I'm having a great time. And he's practicing his spin kicks. Oh. I just happened to walk by at the wrong time, and I get a <laughs> fucking spin kick right to the groin. Oh my god! The amount of pain that I felt was just bad. I've never puked getting kicked in the balls before that was the first time and the only time it's happened I, and it was fucking terrible i have never felt such immense pain in my life like i i i know that feeling when i bad. fucking did taekwondo dude oh that shit hurts so my football team we um there i don't know when it started but and then i think it was like during the offseason like leading up to our like leading up to, towards like uh the beginning like the beginning of the school year and uh basically the way it was is that you just go around and you like you know you sneak up on somebody from behind and you come up behind them you take like your entire freaking arm and pick them up underneath their crotch oh, and just lift them up into the air and my i i i heard a pop dude i i thought like oh. i thought one of them went flat i i like i was like i'm six foot <laughs> i'm six foot four all right i'm six foot four who the like I there's people picking me up and when I'm six foot four and I oh dude I got I got something bad on one of them though because I picked them up but I freaking lost my grip on them instead of letting them down they just slipped off and like shoulder slam onto the street. So I I tried doing football in high school. Now mind you, I'm five nine. I'm a short dude, and back then I weighed like 160 pounds. I was the skinny short guy. And I tried out for the football team and they were like, you're going wide receiver. And I was like, Raj, what does that mean? And they're like, you run up, you catch the ball. I said, okay, we got it. First time is this guy, Brad Atchison, dude's built like a brick shit house. He comes charging. I catch the ball. He catches me. Oh, I have <laughs> never had the wind knocked out of me so hard. I got so fucking rocked. And I'm in full equipment. And I'm sitting there on the ground. Ball's fucking gone. Just... Uh, 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 can't breathe. Fucking worst shit in the world. And I was like, fuck this sport. I'm out. That was the first and only time I've ever played full contact football. Because I'm fucking country boy. It was oh, Bro, I already imagine that. All right, dude, I dude, I imagine that perfectly. Because I've seen it like a thousand times. He caught yeah. basically middle linebacker. He saw you freaking on a crossing route. You freaking went out to catch the ball. He bear he bear hugged you and then went into the Mind freaking you, turf. My short, no, no, no. He fucking speared me. Okay, I caught ball. And mind you, I don't jump very high. I'm a white boy. He did right? the AJ Hopkins, bro. I get like maybe a foot and a half off the ground, and he just fucking right in my chest just bang bang on the ground it was instantaneous it fucking sucked and i quit <laughs> football that day it was that, bullshit i that i, I had your, quit that, wrestling that was your quarterback's fault right there but that was your quarterback's fault <laughs> yeah uh, probably i don't fucking know they were like whatever the fuck right 42 i'm like i don't know what that means fucking <laughs> help me i don't know this sport like i'm just here for something to do after school because if i go home i'm bored <laughs> 
And it was, just, yeah, they were like, hey, you fucking run up and you go fucking left and you catch the ball. And I was like, you got it. And then I did that and I got fucked up and I just took my helmet off. I'm like, I'm going home. Fuck this shit. <laughs> so, uh, I, I, so for my brother and his best friend wanted me to do wrestling. Because I, I did a little wrestling in middle school before going to high school. And I went to do their practice right before my freshman year started. And this, and I'm looking at these people. They're fucking huge. I'm I'm six foot at this time. I'm already the tallest I'm ever going to get, and I'm not growing any taller. And I'm looking up to them. So one of them said, you're fighting this guy. You guys are equal in weight. And this guy's fucking huge. I'm like, we're, we're, we're equal in weight? He's all like, yeah, he's about 25 pounds more than you, but you're, you guys are equal. And so he's all, they grab me. The guy lifts me up on the first fucking die over his shoulders and drops me. He's 6'2", I'm 6 foot, I'm all the way touching the ceiling, and I get fucking hit to the ground. What the fuck is with you tall people? Stop. And You're genetic fucking, like, anomalies. You're and I, to be. So, I literally but... hit the ground breathing. <laughs> I'm like, oh, 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 I, I can't move. And then he's all like, get up. It's, it's just a drive. He's like, and his coach comes up, you weren't supposed to do that to him. He's, he's new. He's like, oh. I never did wrestling ever again after that. No, my I would... coach didn't give that dude shit. He was like, good job, Manchester. Good job. And I was like, like this is fun. Yeah, there's one side of the coach. He says, like, yeah, what a freaking Liam. And then you're the poor victim. Just like, no, the best. We had a guy on my legs. Team. He was six foot five. He weighed like 400 pounds. Dude was a big boy. He was a real big boy. They called him Big Dave. That was his name. And, uh, Watching him play was fucking amazing because he was a linebacker, so he'd just sit there. But he'd come up, he'd just, like, put his arm out and just kind of move a little. Like, it looked like slow-mo, and dude would just be, like, on the ground, just done. And I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, so you guys have, like, football scholarships, right? Mm -hmm. We don't. Oh. So people are doing this for no reason. It's just to bully other people at different schools. (laughs) Yeah, so... I... Sorry, but... So, um, when... So... With uh, with American football at least, uh, when during the off season, I think specifically during the summertime, in certain parts of the country, they'll run what's called uh, seven on seven tournaments, which are strictly are basically they're tournaments where it's seven v seven, uh, no linemen, it's all passing. There's all it's all receivers and a quarterback. So, um, and we're in the one of these tournaments. I'm on defense and I'm playing. I'm playing middle linebacker. And middle linebacker is the best position on the freaking field on defense because anybody who's crossing your path gets their bell freaking rocked. And yeah. um, so we were playing this one school from Compton, and so like they they're coming in, they're trash talking, they're they're like getting up on our grill, freaking everything. This one kid who had gone on my grill for no reason all earlier, he's coming on a crossing route. I'm like, all right, bet freaking. And by the way. No pads during these tournaments either. There's no pads, <clears throat> and it's supposed to be like it's supposed to be like two man touch, you know, whatever. Um, I, I I said uh, no, and this so this kid comes on the crossing route. He does what you do, goes up for a ball, leaving this whole side exposed to me. I go in and I freaking clocked. I I I, I, I clocked him, but for some reason I also black out. And so, okay. and when I, I so I black out, I wake back up, and I really don't even know how it happened. Still to this day, uh, I black out. I come back through. Everybody's looking at me. 
I only see red out of this eye. And apparently I had lacerated like right above here, like right above my eye. I there's I don't, there's still a nice little scar from that from that day and I'm just like there's just blood down my face. I I put the kid on a stretcher. Um <laughs> He's leaving the field in an ambulance. They they I there was a fight. There, no, there wasn't a fight. But he's leaving. He's leaving the field on a stretcher. I drive myself to the hospital and get stitches. I come back to the game later. I couldn't play the rest. Of, I couldn't play the rest of the tournament. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, that 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 was a fun time. I miss football. Nick. I miss See, football. at least oh. you have a badass story for a scar above your eyebrow. Cause I got one too. It's over here, but mine's fucking dumb. Oh, I got another it's one too. But really I'll hear, let's dumb. see. I'll Actually, hear I, I have a. I have one of my pinky. That's <laughs> no, no, no. I'm I'm gonna tell you of my best one. This one's stupid. This one's way worse. So in 2018. Okay, so this isn't that long ago. <laughs> like, I'm an adult. I have children. I'm in a relationship. You know, got the car, got the job, got the everything. We worked for a week straight at this one job site, and we come back to the hotel, and there's a water slide. So we get drinking, and oh, we're no. drunk. It's oh, like a Wednesday. Okay. Oh, I home the next day. Long weekend. It's going to be a fucking great time. So we go to the water slide, <laughs> and... Uh, Water's not on. We go to the front desk. We're like, hey, can you guys turn the water slide on? They're like, no, we can't. Sorry, whatever. And we're like, fuck it. So we dip ourselves in and we run up the stairs, hop the fence, run up the stairs, go down the water slide, right? You know, you grab the bars and you get yourself going fast. We're seeing who can skip across. Mm -hmm. So I get the bright idea. And at this point, I'm three sheets to the wind, man. I'm fucked. <laughs> like, I'm plastered. I grab the bars at the top. And I fucking launch myself, and that's the last thing I remember. No. I come I come to at the bottom of the fucking uh, thing. My face hurts. I was like, I broke my fucking nose. That's what happened. I, I hit the water, come out, and I'm like, oh, I'm all fucked up. Guys are killing themselves laughing. So all they hear is, tung, tung. Because <laughs> <laughs> when I knocked myself out, my arms went like this, and my elbows hit the entirety of the slide on the way down. So I had fucked up elbows, okay? I looked like the dumbass Harry Potter. I had a scar, and it's still there. It's just not prominent, luckily. But right here, I had two black eyes. It was just this horrible hey, you, mess. You freaking broke <laughs> your nose. No, I just it opened my forehead. I didn't break my nose at all. My nose is fine. I couldn't believe it. And like so we come walking out like 10 minutes after getting into the pool. I'm bleeding and they're the front desk lady's like, what happened? We're like, nothing, don't worry about it. <laughs> it was so bad, man. <laughs> Fucking horrible. So <laughs> 25 years old with this situation happening, and I'm like, oh my god, like. I'm gonna have to tell people about this. <laughs> Bad. Tell, tell, them, tell them your 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 short stuff. You were fighting a fucking moose. I broke yeah, my yeah. nose. Yeah, in a super eight pool. Okay. Yeah. yeah. The moose was coming at me, and uh, I had to dive on this slide. Trust me, if I was a moose, I wouldn't be here to tell the story. That's that no, I know after, you wouldn't. Mooses are dangerous. And that day after, the Super 8 stopped putting in water slides and renting out to construction workers. No, they turned it on for us the next day. <laughs> it's like, all right, we'll do it. All right, we'll do it. Just don't do that what you did last night. <laughs> don't do that stupid shit again. Oh. Really it was fucking awesome. Oh, dude, I, I, had a, I had a hill when I was growing up on, on my old house. We used to fucking drive the dumbest shit down the hill. It was like a really like steep hill, and it had a we had a pool at the bottom, so I had one of those little like 
cars, you know, the red and yellow ones that would be where you pedal with your feet? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had a pickup truck version of that. It was black. And we took the shit down the hill, and then we, we landed in the fucking water, and I sank all the way to the bottom sitting in this fucking thing because I was the only one who could steer it. To this day, I don't remember ever getting out of that truck. I just remember sinking to the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> Next thing I know, I was in my bed. Okay, so Josh, you don't have snow. You've never been around snow. Yes, I have. Growing up, oh, like plenty of times, dude. I used to go to this mountain by my house that's no, no not, not snowboarding. I'm talking like normal snow on your front. You already wake up. It's oh no, got uh okay. one time, but it wasn't that bad. No, we had a okay, shovel no, no, Nebraska. Yeah, I I I, I I I I got trapped in an eight foot of snow one time. Okay, uh, good. So six, you may share a similar story to this. Did mm-hmm. you guys ever have the GT racers growing up? Uh, it's like the the three fucking skied little machine you could like go down hills and stuff and steer. I know what you're talking about. Oh yeah, and I know. Only I know a select about. few people I knew. I I not people I hung out with, but people I knew had those. Okay, so we had one of those, and my buddy had this nice. His parents owned like this 200 acre farm, and there was this beautiful hill to go down. So of course he's all into like the extreme sports shit. So he builds this gigantic ramp, and he's just like, "You need to hit it." And I was like, "I don't want to hit it." And he's like, "You need to hit it." And I was like, "Fuck it, whatever, I'll hit it." I said, well, "What do I do?" He goes, "After you go up, lean forward. So when you hit the the like the landing ramp, you make it." I'm like, "All right, I'll lean forward." I don't know anything about physics at this point. I'm like nine. Okay, mm-hmm. I don't realize that you lean forward, all you do is start flipping. <laughs> so this is the first this is the first time I remember knocking myself out, okay? <laughs> so I'm, I'm bombing down this hill and I'm going pretty fucking quick. Like I probably clock in at like the 20 mile an hour mark. And I fucking hit that ramp and first thing I do when I'm off, I'm like, lean forward, lean forward, lean forward. So I lean forward. Front ski touches landing ramp and I'm just on the end of it. it. <laughs> Straight off the GT, man. Like it was, it was not pleasant. It was not elegant. I fucked up hard. And it was a grand time. I loved it, and I've never touched the GT racer since. Ever. Uh, was, I I have oh, given. Good. I got my first concussion snowboarding. That fucking. doesn't fucking surprise me. I had people that was snowboarding all the time. It, but it was when I was uh, 20. I have never gotten a concussion before that. Fucking shocker for everyone who knows me. I never got a fucking concussion until I was snowboarding. So I and I had an exam the next fucking day. So I went up to the mountain by my house. It was it had some ice snow that they fucking made. I went. I was going down it on my last warm up run on this bunny bunny uh, sled because I never. I just bought this new snowboard, so I was testing it out. Yeah. So I did a couple runs, you know, just get myself a little warmed up. This fucking kid who who's learning how to ski on a Wednesday, and I was like, in the middle of the fucking afternoon, I was like, where the fuck are you not in school, kid? But whatever. I'm going down this stupid hill. This kid starts to cut me off. I was like, I can go right, head up in the dirt, ruin my new board. I can go left, hit the kid behind this kid, or I can stop. So I, you know, fuck it. I'll stop. I turn the board. I try to go to her stop. I hit a chip of ice, and I start rolling down the hill. Nice. Knocked my, myself unconscious on the third roll. Uh, I was only wearing a beanie. I I, I bought a helmet because I don't need a concussion again, and I'm a pussy. Um, but I, oh, I don't blame you, man. I, I'm a skier, and I wear a helmet, homie. Like, nah, I won't that, fuck around. 
I don't want I, to be vegetable because I had fun downhill skiing, you know. So I, mean? I got I got to the th my friends told me after the third one when I knocked myself out, I rolled another six more times before I came to a stop. I oh, was so, going fucking fast. So at one point you're just literally just a body with no control of foot. Like attached to him, so it's just his arms like, let's go! And the rest so, of his body's just flailing everywhere. Yeah. So my board fucking survives. My feet are still attached to it. So I was like, this is a good fucking board. Um, I wake up, heads throbbing. Everything's bright as fuck. I'm looking to the ground. Mouth is fucking bleeding. Oh, you're making me want to throw up just listening to this. Oh. <laughs> I, 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 find this, I find my beanie, my Packers beanie that I was wearing. I put it on. My friends come running up. Oh. They were going to come running up to me, but I was like, oh, I'm fine. I go down the hill. I'm stopping every three seconds because I'm forgetting where I'm going. I get to the bottom. They're like, we need to take you to the nurse. And the fucking, and one of the guys came over running to me. He's like, yeah, you need to go see our nurse real quick. He says, yeah, your writing day is done. Um, you have a concussion. Uh, you have to remember this word pink elephant anytime someone comes up to you and ask you what the secret word is. Red elephant. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 this guy fucking tells me this this kid's maybe eight this kid said I, when i told him what happened like what i remembered he's all like yeah you probably should have hit that fucking kid and broke his leg you would have been fine and he would have been fine too i was like but i would have broke his leg so i get to the they take me to the bottom of the hill my mom takes me to the hospital and the nurse tells me who's a snowboarder by the way he says yeah you should probably should have hit that fucking kid and then the doctor came in. He's like, yeah, you probably should have hit that fucking kid. Okay. And uh, keep going. Keep going. No, that was it. That was like, I learned to that day that they have no remorse when you have a concussion. You should probably break that kid's fucking leg instead of, you know, so trying to stop and save him. So well, yeah, because your brain went mock chicken into your skull. <laughs> um, I never rocked like, a little bit. So I've never been diagnosed for concussion before because. You know, if you have a concussion, there's nothing doctors can do for you anyway. I've self-diagnosed myself because I've, like, you know, gotten the symptoms or a coach has self-diagnosed me on the spot. Says I got to sit out for a week, whatever. Um, but, so, I... I was going to say, you're a football player. You've had, like, three. Oh, I've... Yeah. And, well, no, I've had way more than that because me and my friends back in Nebraska, we had this <laughs> irrigation ditch that was just luscious green grass, just up and down it for, like, 300 yards. And we would play full-on tackle football, no pads or anything, all the time in that freaking field. Um, and so I've never, so like I, I've been, so I've been knocked out, but never like an actual game. I've never been knocked out. But in my, my last, my last game, my last game ever, and this, I consider this as my last, like the, my last game ever. Yeah. Cause I tore my ACL. I tore my ACL in, in that game, in that game. Um, and so, like the first half, I'm I'm killing it. Like I'm I'm at like probably at this point, and I play tight end. I'm at 65 yards receiving already, and they're just hitting me on these like five yard out routes, and I get like an extra five or five or six after those, getting like you know first downs like crazy. And this one time, which by the way, Canadian, a little uh, a little knowledge on football, when you're a guy my size, people don't try to traditionally tackle you. They just throw their bodies at your legs and hope to take you down. And it works like 90% of the time. Um, but you have to hit them and you have to hit them just right or else you're going to knock yourself out. And what had happened here is, is that what, I, what happened here is, is that so I caught the ball and I turned to go upfield 
and as I'm running and my leg is driving up, this poor, this poor free safety, this poor free safety throws his, throws himself head on into me, head ducked. My leg drives into the top of his skull and knocks him clean out. Oh boy. It's not like he's on the ground. He's out. <clears throat> We're over on the sideline. I'm freaking like hooting and hollering, like freaking like pumped up because I just knocked. I I thrived on causing people pain. I thrived on causing people pain in football, and um, and then like halftime, halftime goes around, and then like the second drive, second drive, they hit me on my five yard out again. I turn to go off field. Linebacker tackles, tries to tackle me from behind, buckles my knee in, and then a flying, and then another freaking flying corner comes flying up and throws his throws his helmet into my knee, popping my knee back into place, and that was the end of my football career. Oh, God, that's fucking terrifying. <laughs> now, I have a story judging back to snow sports, and it's, it's an adorable one that I find was fucking hilarious. So, Buddy and I do our run. We go down. We're up on the ski lift. We're on our way up. There's this dad teaching his, like, five-year-old daughter how to ski. I'm teaching her the... the uh, the pizza, pizza slide, pizza. right? Yeah. And to, to slow down. Well, she's doing it, right? They're on the house. He's just like, you got it, baby. You got it. You got it. And she's going, and she starts to turn left towards the trees. Mind you, she's going like a kilometer an hour. Okay. It's the slowest I've ever seen anybody go on skis. She's like, ah! Ah! <laughs> going towards the trees. I am mm. killing myself laughing because she's freaking out about to hit these things that like didn't do no damage. Like <laughs> she was on her way to stop anyway. It was fucking awesome. It was so it was so good. And then we go to Quebec for a trip uh, a while back, and uh, there's this like six year old kid that's doing double backflips off this massive thing with a snowboard, and I was just like, I'm never achieving that, ever. You know, I want to go to this place in Utah, uh, and it's called Powder Mountain. It's literally just powder, and they only allow like a hundred people per day, so they can keep it exactly as it was, so that every single day when you snow down, when you snowboard down or ski whatever. Yeah. It is fresh for everybody. I'm all like, damn, I want to snowboard down that shit. They have nothing. It's just all open area and trees. That's it. And it's all powder. That's not bad. Powder's nice. I mean, I'm more of a skier. I did snowboard for a season, but like, fuck that. I oh, dude. Zero control on a board. Oh, it's it's fun going down on the board. But, you know, sometimes uh, you're <laughs> like wiped out getting off the ski lift and knock down four people. No, but like I found it was hard to get off a ski lift with a snowboard because you got to put it your is. foot somewhere. And if it's not in the binding, you're half sliding all over your fucking board trying to. Yeah, you have your, like basically one footing going down. You have your, your le least dominant <laughs> foot on attached and the other dominant foot hanging on the bottom. That's yeah. how I learned how to do it. And it was, it's, it's rough when you, you're first doing it. I, uh, I got on with this one kid who didn't know how to snowboard before. He knocked me and two other people, the me, the ski ski lift guy and another guy down off her <laughs> so, <laughs> so, a guy hmm. do an, er, an early eject oh he so, fell off the ski lift yeah he fell off the ski, like just so there's like a little mound before you get up yeah he, he fell off just before that so he kind of like he didn't smuck it hard but he smucked it and kind of slid down and he was giggling the whole time okay all he can do is laugh at that point yeah, pretty yeah. Much. that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. I have you have you ever done like surfing or been at the beach and done stuff like that I, with waves? Another time I knocked myself out wakeboarding. I got <laughs> I had I, I scorpioned with the wakeboard <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh. oh I 
<laughs> we oh, went, it was man. the first time I'd ever gone wakeboarding. And like I was doing really well in the beginning, right? Buddy has this like sea do boat thing instead of like one of the little guys. And we're ripping around in uh, this lake. <laughs> we're having a grand old time. Buddies are on there. We're jumping off the boat, having fun. I'm happy I had a life jacket on because holy fuck, man. I hit the water and it was just like, I was like, no. And that's all I remember. I came to a few seconds later and I was just like, what the fuck happened? Back of my head hurt like a son of a bitch. Surface tension is no joke. I'm with you, Saber. I've probably got a few concussions in my time. I wouldn't be surprised. I, okay. I had gotten when I was younger. I went to the beach. Saber, when you, I think you lived in LA for a while. The Huntsman's Beach, you know of it? Yeah, Chris. And so yeah, I, I was at Huntington's Beach. I'm Canadian. I've never been to California. Yeah. So Huntington Beach, I've been there before. It's a very, very ugly beach. Every it's California beach is actually low-key kind of ugly, but go on. Yeah, but this was next to all the factories. <laughs> like all the factories. This is that one. But so we were we were out there at high tide, and I didn't know it was high tide. And I was on this boogie board, and my mom was out there with me. I was eleven. She's like trying to like push me over the waves so I can go, you know, get a good get a good wave in. This one big ass wave knocks everybody out. Just everybody's gone. And I'm I got crushed by my mother. So this board fucking lands on top of me. My mom lands on top of the board and Ooh. I land and I hit the ground and I get dragged all the way to the shore. And then I'm still under my mom as she's sitting up trying to find me. And I'm fucking like my arms, my arms and legs are just like this. <laughs> Don't fart. Do not fart. <laughs> just let me go. I'm underwater. I'm fucking drowning and I'm being crushed to death. She realizes where I am, gets up and lifts me up as the lifeguard fucking pulls me up from her. Because he realized what had happened and I'm just like breathing. <laughs> like <laughs> I get, I get, I get alive. that. Like I'm, I'm happy to be alive. I get that. Maybe the, a couple times in water. The second time it's happened to me, I got, I was off one of those fucking rafts where it's getting pulled by a boat, yeah. and there was three of us, and they're turning that hard boat super hard. I'm in the middle because I'm the lightest weight of everybody. The thing flips. I land on my friend's head, knock him the fuck out with my knee. Just straight up, boom, right to his skull, and he's just unconscious. I had, I actually swam over to him, and I'm, I'm a little bit, I'm lifeguard trained by this point, and I realize he's unconscious and he's floating head down. Ooh. I pull him out of the water, and I'm like ready to do CPR, but he wakes up. And he's the like, third, do not ever touch me again. I, I'm the one <laughs> yeah. who knocked, I'm the one who knocked him out, and I'm the one who's about to save his fucking life too. Shitty fucking life jacket. Well, we're gonna keep you floating, but face down. <laughs> Have fun. It, Turn into a fish. Good luck breathing underwater, bitch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was it was something. The third time I got knocked out and my head was underwater. And it was off a jet ski. So I flew off this fucking jet ski, dude. Going 60 miles an hour, however, like I think it was like a hundred kilometers. Just fucking on onto water, skipping like a goddamn rock, knocked unconscious. I've it's seen okay. people do that with like the wave runners or whatever. Yeah, the wave runner just keeps fucking blue blue. And I was like, yeah, cool. I'd never do it though. I don't like doing shit that can possibly harm me. Like I it, do shit once and it fucks me up. Like wakeboarding, never gonna do it again. That was stupid. You should, I, I would give it a try. Uh, I no. just had a I I had a turbocharged jet ski and I was going to. Uh, I was originally like, going to hundred until I realized like I Josh, off. Josh, where we are all in our mid to late twenties. Us trying new water sports is not gonna <laughs> is not gonna happen. All right, 
I, I am not built for athletics. I am built for tacos. Fuck off. I've had, I had I've had I am 24 years old. I've had three knee surgeries on the same knee. The doctors already told me the next one's a knee replacement. All right. I'm putting that off as long as hey, I can. I'm not. That's a new knee. <laughs> that's a new knee that lasts for 10 years. Get a new saber. Once you get the new knee, then you could revitalize your tight end career just like Tim Tebow. There you go. Look at you. You're going to be an Get cut on the first week. I'm good. Thank you. Yeah. I, I, cho I choose well, life. At, at least, as you know, at 56 years old, you'll be able to run again. Oh, my yeah. God. Oh. <laughs> I gave you a lot longer. Hey, hey, your son's. Hey, Saber, when you're teaching your son football, you just be like, Dad, what happened to your knee? And he's all like, An arrow. An arrow to yeah, the knee. There wasn't no. football at all. Yeah, you have to, man. <laughs> Just keep playing the game, son. There was no arrow. There was nobody slamming into my badass dude in the world. What happened? <laughs> you should adventure, son. I took an arrow yeah. to the knee. <laughs> oh man! Oh, did you all? Did you all see the Grand Theft Auto Five? Oh God, it's fucking terrible. Why? Just what? come out with six. Seriously. What happened? One of the most. The Grand Theft Auto Five is one of the most disliked videos on YouTube by far so far. So the Worst. expanded and enhanced version was announced, which is yeah. supposed to be instead of making a new one, we're now at eight years since it's been released, and we're looking at brand new graphics and brand new gameplay and explosive and this, and it's like people have done that with mods, but Rockstar is going after the modding community. So yeah. basically, so they're out cease and desist letters. So basically, they, I think, I think this is them just saying we're not releasing GTA 6. You get GTA 5 and that's it. Pretty yeah, much. GTA so. 5 and Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah, so they're well, going to, well, Red Dead Redemption, I, I will give Red Dead Redemption 2 the credit that it has a lot of fucking potential to be replayed in story mode because there's different endings. I, I don't give it to GTA 5. GTA 5 uh, is the same though. It has multiple endings in it. Yeah, but, but it's is, is old. Yeah, Our, it's Red Dead old. Redemption 2 is old. Like, these aren't, right? Like, we're in a day and age where games are coming out fucking left, right, and center, and a vast majority of them are pretty good. So, right? so you're, you've got an eight year old game that you're being like, we're going to re release it. It's fucking Skyrim, but for, for Rockstar, we're going to re release it again, but it's going to be better. So, you get to pay full price. You get to go online, play with your friends, buy our shark cards. And we'll make billions of dollars off you morons. And it'll be a great time. And then you'll never see Grand Theft Auto 6 ever because we're too busy with Grand Theft Auto shit and putting fluff into the online mode. I, I think that the only way they would increase Grand Theft Auto Online, not Grand Theft Auto 5, is if they fucking increase the map. Make a whole new map and just, just keep doing the fucking online. You want to take our money? Or, give or, us a new or, fucking map. Or How hard is that it? All that map design that you're doing for expanding freaking uh, whatever that city is called. And Andreas. Make, San Andreas. And just go make a freaking new game. Give, give, me, give us fucking DLC. Storyline yeah. DLC. Do you not yeah. remember the Ballad of Gay Tony? And, Ballad uh, of Gay Tony was awesome. Damned? Dude, those two DLCs were fucking awesome. Fucking amazing. Yeah. They, they had such good endings and they had potential to increase the gameplay. Absolutely. Like, like you have multiple characters you can base this off. If you want to, if you don't want us to give us more on on Michael, Trevor, and and can't believe I forgot the last, last guy's name. I know his friend Lamar. Franklin. 
Franklin. Wow, Why not? Racist. Well, I remember Lamar. <laughs> yeah, of course, you remember Lamar. <laughs> Forget the black guy's name. Good job. Well, Lamar, way, Lamar told way, us easy ass haircut. By the way, hold on, sorry. The the voice actor for Lamar is a freaking dinosaur, dude. The guy's like oh, pushing yeah, sixty. Yeah. And, hey. and I think it's cool. The voice actor for Franklin is actually the voice actor for CJ in San Andreas's uh, cousin. Or yeah, yeah. They like, they, like they asked, their family. They, yeah, they give basically, us, they basically, give they us basically, CJ. They basically said like like the story behind all the voice actors, specifically Franklin Lamar, is so cool because like they just they just told like Lamar. They asked Lamar in, uh, in front of the I don't know what their names are, but they asked him to come back and actually do a. Uh, you know, do an actual role this time and be the leading role for it. And Gerald St. Johnson, I guess, according to, Lam according to Lamar's voice actor, the voice actor, if CJ won't ever come back, he even said, all right, sorry, cryptic. Uh, but uh, the, so the voice actor for Lamar said that uh, the script that they gave him was like terrible. It, it was a terrible script. It, it did not capture at all. Like what a you know, a, like a gangster African American would be how how he'd be talking, and so he he added basically the entire freaking script of uh, Grand Theft Auto. Wait, so he even uh, gave us that he ass haircut just on a whim? I believe so. I, I like I think like the premise of it was was like he was supposed to like that one was supposed to be like an like an ad lib where like they're talking about his haircut and then the yee part of it came in. Well, he is a comedian. The actor, so it would make sense that you can add some of that shit. That Lamar, some of those stuff that Lamar had said in that game is fucking hilarious. It, yeah, the game itself was really well done. It was really well acted. It was really well voice acted. Like it was good, but it's done. It's fucking it's done. Eight. GTA, yeah, on. GTA Online is the only thing they're getting is because they keep making money. But, the, but like at this point, like for me at least, like somebody who is not invested in the mod community, because like I told, like I. Like I'm not a mod, like a mod guy. Like I'm, like I was just having this conversation about Squad, like how I want where Squad can take different directions in terms of like growing as a game, and like all like all basic coverage to say is just like it's a community game, so it can only thrive off of mods. I'm like, I, I don't I don't download mods. I don't go in like you know or download five M to play GTA or download this mod pack so I can enjoy this game even more. It's like I I want the developers to actually put in some freaking effort. All right, I want something official, please. I mean, I'm the same way. I don't care for mods. I mean, I've had friends help me out with getting some of the stuff for free. Quotations. I will not say how I get it because I don't need my account back. But there, the way that fucking modding community also ruins the game because now there's also those players that just become invincible and don't do shit and ruins anyone's potential playing online. Yeah, man, and just don't go to those servers. That's the thing. Like, I play DayZ. That's something that I really enjoy. I love that game. The yeah. vanilla Daisy is fucking trash. It is awful. It is not a fun time. You're always sick. You're always fucking dying of something. It's just not fun. Yeah, but and the, it's such a big world that sprinting with a stamina bar becomes impossible. Like you're trying to find your buddy or whatever. It takes ages. Whatever. The the modding community came in, modded the fuck out of that game, and made it better. It's the only reason that game's still doing well is the modding community. Fallout Four, Skyrim, yeah. tons of games. A lot of these mods that are coming in. You got to think about it. A lot of these people as well that are getting into the modding community do such a good job with mods that you'll have people come in, like uh, Fallout London's a perfect example. So a writer for Fallout London, which is this new um, expansion free mod for Fallout 4, is presenting a brand new story experience. It's been in the works for about 
five years now. They're almost done with it, and it's going to be releasing in the next couple of years or whatever. Bethesda hired the writer to their own team. So it's stuff like that. It's basically a, hey, I possess this ability. I don't have any schooling behind it. I'm going to prove to you what I can do, and then people will hire them, right? There's a lot of people from modding communities, like the guy who created Daisy. He got hired by Bohemia to create Daisy, right? Yeah, because like, it was a mod a for potential too, right? for that, yeah. There's a lot of yeah. people that just learn this on their own time, right? So yeah. you've got things like for squad the uh, Star Wars um, contention. mod oh, for it, right? Oh, that was that's such a good mod. It right. reduced the, or does the whole game too. Yeah, it's a completely different game. Exactly. But yeah. um, what I hate that's a sixty freaking gig mod that I have to install on top of my thirty gig game. And well, I I have to give them the benefit. It is a fucking phenomenal mod though. No, they a do a lot. Mod. They do do a lot for it and. Like, but that's the thing. It's like I, I didn't, I didn't need a Star Wars mod for Squad. It's a cool bonus I can go play. Like, what I'm saying is like, like that. I don't like it when games need a modding community to make it better. Squad doesn't need a modding community to make it better. The game does well on its own with the standard stuff within the game, and so like with GTA or you know whatever it was that we're talking about, um. I'm looking for more of the developers to put in effort than relying on a mod community to come out and do something about it. Because I know at any point the developer can just go and say, no, you cannot have those mods and just, just turn off mod support completely. I mean, yeah, but I, I mean, not liking mods and, and being like, I, fuck mods isn't really fair, right? Yeah, mods... Honestly, like, I, I understand what you're getting at. Like, sure. To me, honestly, squad's boring. Mm -hmm. I That's I, like, it's not a terrible game when you're with friends and you're memeing around and shit. But in a general consensus, it's a boring fucking game. There's not a whole hell of a lot that's going on unless you've got people to work with. And a lot of the time, if I'm not rolling with you guys and you roll into a server by yourself, you're like shunned. <laughs> you're pushed out of some squads. The squad you are allowed in is a bunch of randoms that have no idea what the fuck they're doing. Oh, yeah. It's. Well, not greatly set up you know i will what I mean? say this Kenny, that that is that wasn't always the state of squad um I, i'm aware i played it in its earlier version yeah. it was much better and that, and a lot more people were friendly but that's what the screw that's what sucks that's what sucks about squad at least is that um squad when you play you used to be able to play squad by yourself and play with experienced players and all that but um nowadays you 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 can't really do that on most servers you're either just like like you said, you're in with either a squad of randoms that you may have like a squad leader who's trying to gain control of everything, but then the rest of the squad just doesn't care. Um, but regardless, um, there's not really much you can do in squad out on its own, but there's still a lot you can do. It's it's a weird it's a weird thing when everything's clicking and you're in a squad of people who know what they're doing. It's fantastic. The game's fun. Like I met everybody. Like the, the original people, Josh, uh, Unholy, Pop Tarts, Israeli, freaking um, A Cat, me, everybody, all of them, all of them, I met going into matches by myself solo, talking to them in game and meeting them in squad. So it's just like uh, it's it, it's a, it it can be fun, but it's it's a rarity now. Yeah, it's I mean from yeah. that time, a lot has changed from that time though. Yeah. Like for squad specifically, a lot of the players aren't as toxic as ever. 
And I'm not going to say that I'm not a part of that toxic squad because I have become toxic because of these players around me. It's either I'm going to get shunned, like like you said, Canadian, or I'm going to get fucking yelled at from some stupid blueberry who doesn't know what the fuck he's doing because I'm using a I'm using my vehicle the way it needs to be used so that I can at least try to win the game while he's doing fuck off nowhere in the middle of nowhere trying to follow my vehicle to tell me that there's a infantry in the middle attacking them. Which I could be attacking them, but I'm hunting down other shit and I'm taking down their side doing the exact same shit of them. I get but. it. <clears throat> the, the whole thing with squad is, is like, so this is my point was with the mods, right? Uh -huh. You're going into galactic contention, let's say. So you're, you're in the Star Wars universe. Everyone's excited about it. You're going in there. You're not going to have as many lock squads. You're going to have a lot of people that are learning just like you are, right? There's a lot of stuff like that. I wouldn't say it's as hardcore as the main game. Nope. So that's where mod support comes in and helps kind of newer players that are interested in things like that. Like, Squad itself is a good base for a lot of things, and I think mod support's absolutely fantastic for games. Like, sure, if you enjoy the vanilla game, absolutely enjoy the vanilla game. I think it's fantastic, but, you know, I think modding adds a whole new level of shit to to plenty of different games. No, I don't, I don't, I don't deny you. I don't deny you there at all. I think that, you know, there are talented, very talented mod communities out there who can take a game and completely rework it and fix the game entirely like you know i know that that daisy only survives today because of my communities yeah. but what i'm just trying to say is i i don't i don't i don't want because like like it's stupid to me that daisy right now currently exists based off its mod support and doesn't and i don't know behemoth has done anything to try to change how the no. game works and that's the same thing about behemoth with standard arma you know it's just like you only can have fun with the mods really I know, yeah. like, I know, like a very small, pe small percentage of people are, are able to play Arma without any mod support. But when anybody, anybody tells me like, "Oh, you can play Arma," you know, we can all play Arma. It's like, yeah, and I have to download all these freaking mod packs and stuff, and it's like, it's annoying. And I, it's not I, even the mods; it's a lot of the DLC. Like, yeah, all of the DLC to play some servers are like, you know, 120 bucks. Like, yeah. I don't fucking have that to throw at a game that I rarely play. Like fuck armor like i yeah. bought it when it first came out and i had a blast with it right running it on a potato computer that could barely run it at 15 frames but i had fun with it it was yeah, good like, the thing with squad is like squad like has that immersion it, like because that's where like something like where squad gets it right is that the moments of immersion where like you you feel like you're like you feel like it's a movie and you're just getting really into it you're in this firefight you're holding defense or you know whatever it is and you know it, like that type of stuff that's something that they created and that you know provides a lot of fun for the game on top of that it's i like the gunplay i love the armor play to death and everything like that and they create a game that doesn't necessarily require mod support but the mods are become a basically added <sighs> bonus of the game to the entertainment value it wasn't something that was needed but it's something that's absolutely cool when you make a game where mod support is needed to a certain to a point to actually enjoy the game, then I think you're failing as a developer, and I don't want to play your game because I don't want it to rely on somebody's like private freaking code setting to play a game. I mean, I can uh, agree with I, I can agree, I can agree with that. Like for me personally, I would not be playing Star Wars Empire at War without mods anymore because I've played the vanilla game all the way through twice, mm -hmm. and I love this RTS game. Now this modding community is keeping this game that came out in 2005 alive just by adding factions, adding the, the Clone Wars, or adding Star Trek by 
by one of the mods I played. It's just, it gives me a new way to play this game that someone put the time and effort to love. But I also agree, if the, if the developer is only allowing the game to be loved by modders, like current ones, like Grand Theft Auto specifically, and it's only loved because of the modding community, then and they're trying to get rid of that, then there's no fucking point in playing that game. Because that game is... No. Well, Grand Theft Auto isn't just kept alive by mods. I mean, the vanilla game itself is very much alive and well. Like yeah. a lot of there's a lot of speedrunners, there's a lot of people that are playing the online. Like I got into the online a few months back and played with a few friends for a few weeks. And it was a blast. I had I had a good time with it. It's just when people are playing the single player campaign and you're looking at a game that's eight years old, it's starting to look a little dated. So they're just installing graphical mods to make it look a little prettier to run better on the newer RTX cards and stuff, right? That's really right. all it is. But when you have a, you know, fucking game that they're presenting as this new thing that's supposed to come up against that and it doesn't, come on. And you're going to ask full price for it? Like, that's bullshit. Yeah. I, I would say that if you're releasing the game, if you already own the game, basically get it for free. They, that's what they did for Bioshock specifically. Bioshock had, if you already owned the games on Steam, they gave you the remastered versions for free. They're not going to charge you for a game you already fucking paid for. You want to yeah. play the game again while it's looking pretty? Here you go. It's it's in your account. Same thing happened with Skyrim. Surprisingly, I got Skyrim the enhanced version for free. Yep. But honestly, there is no reason to be playing those games anymore. If you already beat it once, you play it again. If you want to play it a second time for nostalgia's sake, sure, go right ahead. I mean, that's but, but, but that's, a, that's the other thing with video games too. A lot of people got to remember, like, you know, video games are meant are. You know, at least I hope game developers make video games with the intention with replay value to it. So if you want to just keep playing Skyrim all day, go right ahead. You know, feel free to do so. I know there's people out there who have Nintendo 64s uh, plugged in and load up Goldeneye every so often. I know there's people who go yeah. back and play classic Super Smash, Super Smash Bros. You know, it's just like, you know, if you've found that game that you love and you just want to keep playing it over and over and over again, feel free to do so. And if you can do that at the base value, then even better for you. I know there's people who like, like me personally. I don't want. I don't like playing modded Fallout. I think that Fallout as, as it is is a great game. I don't. I don't need to download mods to, you know, get a lightsaber or get modern United States military weapons or whatever. I can enjoy the game at its value. I can understand people who download mods to do that. Do so, but just for me personally, mods is just isn't my thing because I. I want to enjoy the game for what it is, and if you can't do that, I, then I don't really care about your game. I guess that's fair. Like, I can't argue against or for it, right? It's all personal preference in the long run. Exactly. It's the same thing with replayability value, right? Like, there yeah. are certain games that I won't play again. There are certain yeah. games that people will play over and over and over and over and over again. Like, and it'll be the same, right? Yeah. So, like, so here's... Like, like, one example for me is that in Squad, I refuse to play uh, the Steel Division mod. And it's because I've seen the gameplay footage of it and the, like like the, the 50 cal, the Barrett. It's just a reskin M110 because you, you can totally tell because of its reload animation because it it freaking uh it has the freaking the uh, button for cha for chambering the round. And the oh. M and M82 doesn't have that. And That's and then the Apache, the Apache code that the, and of course I know that a lot of the mods for Squad Two are pulled from existing files in the game. So like the Apaches and stuff like that, you know, I know those, I know that the helicopter itself exists in the game, but the, but the Blackhawk has, or not the Blackhawk, the Apache has a, you have rockets on it, but it's literally just the freaking rocket pod that you get on the back on on top of scout cars or on the back of uh, rocket trucks. 
And I just find yeah. I just I find mods like that it's cool, but like it takes me out of the moment because I know that it's just a reskin of something else. Well, since I played Galactic Contention, I do know it's in development, and the development cycle for that is as soon as they get the right coding for it and how to change the the graphical image and the the sound of it, it works perfectly. Very like for for some of the maps, there is actual trucks. Like like destroyed trucks that you'll find insurgents all over the map on on some of the maps. Mm-hmm. They're just they're just there. They can't change it to any any vehicle from Star Wars. But they but the vehicles around it the the ATSTs or the ATTEs they sound like you're in the game and they don't sound like like any sound bit that they have in there. It's they some they put it in there. They made it themselves. Mm-hmm. They did use some of the assets too that it works in the game, but they just added to it. Now there is a vehicle that does sound like the the motorcycle. It's the stupid droid bike. Mm. It sounds it sounds like a motorcycle. It acts like a motorcycle. I'm pretty sure if they keep developing it, it will sound like a, like one of those speeders, and it will not be underground like it is like a motorcycle because it hangs underground and half of the body of it's not even in space. So 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 for me though, I don't think I think galactic contention they're not ever going to 100% replace all the assets in the game. And that's because it's never going to be able to go and be its own game. It's not like, like take Postscriptum, for example, start off as a mod for squad and it's own, it's its own game now. And they can do whatever they want with it because it's its own game. They can, they have, they have control of the coding and they can do whatever they want with it now. But Star Wars Galactic, the, the Galactic Contention mod, they're not going to ever, ever, ever be able to take that game on its own release because of the Star Wars license to it. Yeah. They're never going to be able to do anything with it, so they are going to be forever stuck within squad. Or are going to they're going to have to go buy, you know, the stuff in squad. Now I'm not uh, now I'm also not a person that understands mods 100. They could easily just go and remake an entirely new game within a game. I don't know if they can, but to me, there's always going to be like the biggest faction they have still to work with. I think in Galactic Contention, at least the last I saw, is the Tuscan Raiders, because the Tuscan Raiders they don't have the freaking. Um, like the the boat the, the 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 cast rifles yet they just use mosins and but they do have like the jawa freaking like uh, sure. uh land like land freaking cruiser whatever it's called I don't, I don't know what it's called but um you know there's just certain stuff that i don't think that they'll really ever get will be able to replace because maybe there's just some type of coding built into squad that they can't understand or figure out how to replace yeah, I, I guess that's fair. I don't. I, I just. I personally look at mods as like that's fucking cool. Yeah. yeah. Like for me, like I can understand you play squad for your immersion saber, right? For me, I just play it because it's a game. So if I were to play Galactic Contention or play the mod you were talking about with the uh, the Apaches and shit, it wouldn't bother me as much. Someone put effort into that, and it works. It may be reskinned, but it works. It's pretty cool. It's at least a new kind of addition into it. It's it's proving there's a proof of concept that an Apache could exist. Right, it's stuff like that, which I think is neat. I mean, like, where where squad at as far as its um, development cycle is concerned? Like, we're in a 1.0 state with it. No, but we're actually. Where are they? Where are they planning on bringing it to? Two point, I think this. I think squad's at two point seven right now. Yeah, we're yeah, getting. I'm saying we're in a full version, right? Well, yeah. Yeah. So it's a full released version. We're no longer in early access. Where's the roadmap taking them? What What are they planning on doing in the long run? 
I mean, the, if you're looking at a literal quest right now, I, I know that the roadmap is at right right now that the next big update is supposed to bring in. So they just brought in an Anvil, and now after Anvil, it's supposed to be Black Forest. And somewhere between that, I think the Marines are supposed to finally come into the game. Okay. And so then, yeah. Uh, action. Yeah. So it's supposed to be action with almost identical weapons to the United States Army, right? So Which is well, identical to the Canadian well, Army. I don't. Even, I don't even know what guns they plan to use with the Marines because I think there might have been rumors that the 416 was going to be brought in with the Marines. I think the Javelin. The Javelin. Um, I think the M16A4 might be brought in with the Marines as well because I think the Marines are one of the few military well, units that still uses the M16. Yeah. So well. For the roadmap specifically, we'll be looking at the new map, Black Coast, unless that got pushed back. Um, and then another map supposed to be revealed. This is the last update, which was updated in February. Marine Corps is supposed to be the next one, as well as the Pan-Asia uh, faction, which they still haven't named yet. And then Australian Forces. Those will be the next three factions to come, as well as one more map. But in this time frame, we're supposed to have, before 3.0, we're supposed to have helicopter fast roping, uh, yeah, fast roping is getting such a game changer for that game too. Uh, we're supposed to have damage impact damage for vehicles, so they're gonna have to fix their 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 vehicle motion as well, mm-hmm. make it more realistic. Um, they're gonna have to do they're gonna do some more flying stuff and amphibious vehicles as as major gameplay stuff as well as UI stuff which they already did. So. Other than that, those will be the major updates that come right before 3.0. But you know, that's that's cool and all, right? But like, yeah. you know, are we, it would be nice to see a different assortment of uh, like air vehicles. I think. Yeah, I would. I would want to see different vehicles. Maybe like an attack helicopter, or yeah. I would. I would see a heavy even lift a, helicopter. Like an, I mean, if, fucking armed little bird would be dope. You yeah, know? yeah like, if, if the little bird's already in the game. The little bird is it, literally a file in the game. It's a file in the yeah. game, and eventually they need to bring that in because they need like that smaller helicopter type. Like they have like smaller like troop like vehicles and stuff like that. They need like mm. a smaller helicopter to me, just for those quick infills because. Like take a map like Mudahaw, like take a map like Mudahaw, for example, where you get helicopters, but realistically, you, it's it's hard to get a, a a squad into a into the town because every inch of the town is just crawling with enemies. And the Blackhawks or the freaking school buses, they're just they're so big and noticeable and freaking hard to land oh, in those. <laughs> they're hard to land in those freaking in those freaking um uh, in the in those parts of the city. And yeah. so, like, if you get like a little bird or something like that, you can like just freaking swoop in, drop in real quick, and get the hell out. But I would see those little birds acting more like an ammo bearer too. Don't give it build; doesn't need it. Just give it troop, like, like the troop transport truck in a way. Yeah, exactly. No, just I would a like troop to see it as a, a fast anti-infantry vehicle. You know, what I mean? yeah, or a combat you're, vehicle. You're, 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 about, you're about to push into a point. Fucking little bird comes, does a couple strafing runs, fucks off. Yeah, it doesn't it like Black be, Hawk Down. It would be the first vehicle in the game, though, where the driver has also gunner capabilities too. Yeah. Um, or or you can do it with a stupid machine gun on the side. I don't. It doesn't really matter. What? Just, Are you saying uh, like a well, platform like a platform N240 on the side of a little bird? No, yeah, where the where the well, it could also put the co-pilot as someone who can be shooting the guns. Gives that's it not, access. That's not, that's not how the little bird works. Good. Yeah, but also driving a leopard over a small fucking rock and flipping it doesn't work either. But I mean, you know who's counting? That's the biggest yeah. thing I want Squad to work on is the freaking weight of their vehicles. Please, for the love of God, 
Everything. Yeah, so so they have if like I, I said, they hit a fucking tree with a sixty ton tank. That tree should go, not me. Yeah, also, but yeah. you also gotta remember if you're gonna hit that tree going full speed now, it's gonna do damage. Oh, yeah. So that tree gotta go too. Well, th so, I mean, it looks like now with the maps going on to the future, a lot of the trees are look because like they did. So they per we first saw a majority of it with uh, Goose Bay, where a lot of the trees are just now fake, which is really nice because you can just take tanks and drive them through the forest and stuff like that without any issues. And it was something. It was something that I that I was hoping Squad would finally imitate that I saw Hell at Loose do from the beginning, where in Hell at Loose. Um, they're the barbed wire fences. They're physical objects for infantry, but it, for vehicles, they are they're basically in, they're they're invisible. You can phase right through them, and it yeah. does no effect to you. Which I thought was a cool concept. You know, they can't they they don't have the ability to code in destructible environment in the game. So kind of like create some way where you know a freaking barbed wire fence doesn't stop a freaking a fifty ton tank. You know. Well, if yeah. if not, if they do add the damage. Why not go a little further? We can build barbed wire. Why can't a tank or even a car, even if it gets damaged from barbed wire, just destroy the barbed wire? I'm nervous for them doing that, though, because that's that takes collision coding. And hell, if hell has proved anything, it can get dangerous. It can get yeah. dangerous. It can yes, get it very, can. very dangerous. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, there is a lot that you can think of on the vanilla version of this game that they're developing. Just remember these developers care for the game they they they're making their money for the their players while gta is kind of just making their money because they can see i've given up on rockstar yeah that's, that's just straight up how but it is most trip most triple a titles that come out man i'm like i don't trust you guys yeah, seriously, like battlefield man i'm ex i'm stoked for battlefield but i'm fucking skeptical battlefield oh, I, oh, is a shit i can show. trust ea is just about as far as i can throw them dude no like ea right. is the most the untrustworthy same... freaking developer out there it's the same thing like Activision and call of duty vanguard i'm excited to play the open beta when it's released but i'm just you, i don't know it's... if i'm going to be buying it yeah it's supposed to be released today for everybody if you didn't pre-order the game uh, but I didn't, I didn't yeah for, it actually released yesterday if you pre-ordered it but that's another thing too i'm not pre-ordering a game ever ever no. ever again so no i'm not doing it yeah buy so it on release yeah so i don't really care the multiplayer is multiplayer it's all you're gonna play mm -hmm. i'm i'm looking forward to playing the open beta for battlefield because it's battlefield i haven't seen one in a while that was good and i'm throwing in battlefield one in there it was mediocre at best but since battlefield fucking hardline hardline wasn't even a battlefield game yeah i'll disagree with you on battlefield one i thought battlefield it was one good i was the fucking atmosphere perfectly no it there did such a great job with the era it was in battlefield one like it did a fantastic job like like with the immersion of the squad you had those immersion moments in battlefield one mm -hmm. like uh there's like i forget which mission it is but like um it's a it's one of the operations and you, oh, operations are amazing operations were yeah, amazing really good job there was, I, there I was one those. where you got a freaking like a like a a, a speech before the charge dude like, i'm like oh let's freaking go oh, man that... and you freaking go and it's just hell let loose it's freaking absolute chaos bodies are dropping explosions ever tracers whizzing past your freaking head you're like all right we're in the trenches of world war one let's go do it is that the is that the first mission where you're playing as the uh, the black soldiers or are you? No, it's the big. No, it's literally the operate like one of the multiple oh, operations the... where like it's the big oh. green area with the train. The, 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 oh, the grand, straight down the grand the operation ones. Yeah, yeah, the grand operations yeah. ones. Oh, that the, I love. I thought that was a great game mode for Battlefield One. 
I actually like the Grand Operations. No, the Grand Operations was great, and they had the perfect setting to carry on into Battlefield Five with World War Two, and they dropped the ball. They made their operations, which was just, oh, you play these type of modes, and then you unlock these weapons. No, these Grand Operations were fucking cool, and they took three hours because you had this brand behemoth come up and destroy half your team, and most of the time you end up figuring out how to destroy it real fast. Look, the reason why I'm saying Battlefield 1 it was good, I'm not saying it was one of the great ones, is because it was fun for like a while, but it, for me, I saw it die real quick. A lot of my friends didn't want to play it. Battlefield Hardline was different enough, but it wasn't a Battlefield game. It was just, it was, it was how fun it was for people to play and how, how luckily it was to play a game. I'll, 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 I'll agree with that with Battlefield 1. It was one of the easier ones for me to kind of give up and move on to something else. No, just, yeah. I because of the era that's all it was it was like we've been dealing with modern for so long that modern's just what i'm used to right i'm used yeah. to picking up an m4 or an mp5 or whatever the fuck and going ham at someone and not a bolt action rifle that hits someone for 30 damage yeah you know I mean, like and that's what that's what catapulted battlefield to the battlefield that we know today yeah like mm -hmm. 1942 was fun and all but it was battlefield 2 and battlefield 3 that like freaking solidified battlefield as this multiplayer freaking game that's fun as hell to play but and then um they they go to lower one they do a good job to you know somewhat keep the pacing up for the game and then battlefield 5 like I still don't know how they dropped the ball in Battlefield Five. It's a freaking World War II setting. It's a like all you had to do was just kind of like turn up the turn it up a notch from Battlefield One, but the game felt slower. The vehicle plays sucked. Everything felt like a Nerf gun after all the freaking Nerf like after all the patches and Nerfs were done. Like I still can't get over it. It takes more than two shots to kill someone than I'm on Grand. It, it just it just shouldn't be like that. It should not so, be like that. <laughs> So here it was for me. It wasn't because of the battle, uh, because you were playing as the British to begin with, or whatever factions it was. I didn't really care for the factions. I was playing. A, I wanted to play a battlefield game. It was the lack of anything new. Grand Operations was fun because it was new to us. They tried to do it somewhat in in the game, and it flopped. They had a version of it come out with with the Pacific, and it was cool for a minute. The maps just sucked, and. We got to play as the Pacific, the, Jap the Japanese and the, and the Americans. That was just dope as shit. But honestly, I didn't really care for it too much because the map sucked after a while. I mean, once you got through like a few, like a few, like maybe for like two days, but after a few hours, you got so to realize that. Genuinely, what I think it is, is we're burnt out of World War II. Yeah. Period. I know a lot of people. I'm one of them. I love a good World War II game. Like Hell Let Loose is probably the most recent one that I can think of that I thoroughly enjoyed. I'm... Everything else has just been it's the same shit. I already know it. I've already played it. I've been there, done that, been that campaign, done that campaign, did this, did that, saw that faction, saw the that Korean gun. I'm War. fucking over it. Up. I'm done with it. The Korean War, no one knows enough to do anything about. That's the biggest problem with it. And the Korean War, a battlefield game in the Korean War, where here's a hill, there's a hill, there's a hill, rush it. Good luck. That's seriously all the Korean uh, Korean and, War game would be. Uh, what about what about a Vietnam game like? like they did mm. Vietnam. Yeah, I know they did Vietnam, but, but what about like know, a story a game? Actually, <laughs> what about like a story-based Vietnam game, like it was for Arma 3's Mac B. Sog? They did. What? I don't. Oh, I know. Bad Company too. I... They had a Vietnam thing for it. I believe it was multiplayer as well. I no, it only it was only multiplayer. I, I never, it never had a single player. I want, I want a freaking Battlefield. Like I thought it would have been great. Like 
they could have easily done a Battlefield campaign that was built like the campaigns of Battlefield 3 and 4 for a World War II setting. Like, how though? You'd huh? be stuck to one era. Like, you'd be stuck to one area. That's that. Like, I don't think they did horribly with their campaign. It was the stories they chose and how they decided to present it. If they hadn't have stood up and said, hey, Battlefield 5 is our most historically accurate game to date, that's I would have been fine with what happened. But no uh, one did their fucking research. No one did an ounce of it. That's the no, biggest issue not. for me, right? No one no. read a goddamn book. Like like the, the heavy water one, it wasn't a woman who who, who did that. It was, a, it was a bunch of people. It was it was British commandos and British they didn't commandos. lose a single soul. Yeah, and this one they, they did lost it without a casualty. They walked away and everyone was high fiving each other at the end of the day and went to England and, and, point. That's and this and this one they said that a single woman had came and destroyed it. That does that does dishonesty for actual women who were in World War Two who actually did shit. Because there is you can if you want to tell a story about a woman doing that, tell us about the French resistance. No, French resistance. Fuck French resistance. The French resistance was shit. If anybody's done any information on French resistance, they were the worst fucking resistance to work with. We just persisted with them. They basically split off into their own little factions and decided to fight amongst each other along with the Germans. It was ridiculous. It's all, or, it's all or, we had, it was all we had to freaking get anything on the Germans inside of France. And so, like, that's, or, that's or all we us, had to work with. Or, or if it you want to go there, they give us, give us the Russians and their women. Or if you want to do that, go to fucking OSS. OSS had women in there, too. Now, SOE, man. OSS was a little late in the war. They did have some women in it, but the SOE it gets no love, man. The SOE was just, like, the shit. You I'm guys just, had fucking uh, Medal of the, Honor for OSS, I'm man. just surprised well, that the freaking British... Battlefield passed on doing a D-Day invasion. They could have, like, they could have done, like, literally could have done it with a Canadian freaking affection. They didn't want to do the United they States. Done it. They, they could have gone, gone the Canadians. Juno or Soul Beach, or it yeah. doesn't really matter. They yeah, didn't they, do it. They, they could have just given us something, like, honestly, like... You want to know why they choose the U.S. every time, and they choose Omaha? Because you guys landed 200 yards away from where you were supposed to. You landed in the most heavily contested area due to weather. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. Not nobody else, not a single fucking nation had any of any much like like Juno Beach. There's literally videos of people walking up the fucking beach. Yeah, they're not panicking. They're not running. They are getting shot at by brief machine gun nests, but nothing as fucking horrible as Omaha was. That's why Omaha's in everything. But we've seen fucking. D-Day done. We've seen it in Battlefield 1942. We but saw it in like every problem, single Call of Duty game to ever fucking come out. Has like, yet to been no. There's only they've only done two times in Call of Duty, and the first one, of course, was a T-rated game. So you know you're not gonna get the immersion out of it. Second one was so freaking linear and so guided, it took the immersion out of the experience. All players want there is yet to be like a good true, huh? Like a Medal of Honor version? Yeah, but freaking rated M. You know, like like something that doesn't hold back. You know, like you want the immersion feeling. We live today where freaking just headphones alone have 7.1 speakers built into them. I want to freaking go into, I want a D-Day invasion. And I want to freaking hear the tracers. I want to freaking just like be shell-shocked. And I know this sounds like I'm really screwed up because I'm like just some naive, <laughs> stupid freaking streamer saying this stuff. But like for the love of God, if you're going to be so freaking hell-bent on telling history and you want to freaking tell it accurately or whatever give me a d-day invasion that freaking rocks me like freaking saving private ryan did if they can do it in a film they can do it in a video game 
here's an idea I have for a game, and I think it would be at least wonderful among the history fans. So you have veterans' testimonies of the battles they were at. So like and Fal your... days of Fallujah? No. I'm talking like, let's say a D-Day vet. We have a shit ton of interviews from all over the place. It would be cool to have that in the background, and you are playing as the story is being told to you. So like six days in Fallujah. So like six days in Fallujah. Is, is that what it is? They're doing. They're yep. doing exactly oh. that. They're doing exactly. Oh, that. I'll send you a clip yeah. on a. Let's see. Like they all. Ha they have. They have civilians. They have veterans of that battle. I don't think they have any of the opposition in there, but I know they have civilians and veterans, who basically give you the story as you're doing it and then but like i just think it would be neat to see a world war ii version of that you know like yeah, having playing through the events yeah, like, i think from I think every it's... faction too have like a canadian guy talking about i don't know the d-day landing like for a paratrooper or something like that and having like you know a british guy on the invasion of fucking italy like tons of shit africa there's so much stuff to go on like Actually, Russian guy talking about the Battle of Stalingrad, like it would be badass as fuck to have that real life story and being able to kind of visualize it and play through it at the same time. Actually, I forgot yeah. there is a fantastic video game of D Day out there that's already done, and it's called Hell at Loose. Yeah, that is fantastic. The that is Normandy fantastic. invasion on Hell at Loose is a ton of fun. I love playing that freaking layer so much. Yeah, it's wonderfully done. Uh, like, but, and you have real players shooting at you and so on and so forth, right? So yeah. it's, it's kind of. It's not just freaking aimbot snapping on you, freaking like, oh, you yeah, stepped exactly. out of cover. But pretty much, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I, I heard with that... World War Two. It's like I'm not. I'm not. I think. I think the consensus is, is that people aren't sick of World War Two. Is that we're not getting the World War Two experience that is supposed to depict what the horror of World War Two was, and that's why World at War is like such a freaking popular game because it. It deems World War II not in glory, but absolute horror in hell. Well, yeah. also you've got the Russian campaign and the and the Pacific campaign. Only a few, not a lot of games do those campaigns. Yeah, and I don't know why, because the Pacific campaign is the grittiest campaign the United States took part in, and like also both both and a lot of people don't know that both the Army and the United States and Marines both were on the both were on that campaign. Yeah, the Marines Army were, was... the Marines were, a lot more cannon fodder, cannon fodder, and they Pretty also much. were on a no prisoner policy, so uh, every, everything yeah. was shoot to kill, and uh, so, it, man, it's just I I I want some I want something I just I, I know it can happen and it can definitely work, but well that's but, only... but, but studios are shining away because studios are shining away because of freaking SGWs out there, because like. They're afraid to show a swastika in a video game. They're like, yeah. like I, we can't show a swastika because then you'd be playing as the Nazis in multiplayer. And it's like you already know you are. You're just putting a blanket over the Germans, saying like it was the German army. And, and, like, it, no, it was the if like you want you want to call it Nazis out there. These are examples of Nazis, cruel, evil, freaking beings of the earth. Here they are. Don't censor, don't censor it or anything like that. Show what you're fighting against. Show what Why the fuck did the bad guys have to have the most best looking shit of the war? Yeah. Like, there's no fucking really, okay? Because the Amazing German army believed in the super just, weapons. They just looked fucking cool, all right? And now they're the embodiment of fucking evil, and you can't own something that looks cool because now you're a Nazi. It's stupid. It makes well, me mad. 
Well, this is why I'm interested in Vanguard a little bit, and I might get it because of the Pacific campaign. But I, are they having a Soviet campaign in that one too? Yeah, no, all, all, no. All, all, all fronts, all fronts. You got Africa, you got uh, the Pacific, you got Europe, but Europe's the British, and uh, yeah, then the fine. Russian front. It's fine. I don't mind playing as the British. Uh, or, it depends on what type of campaign Call of Italy or France. Call of Duty's but. British campaigns have always for World War Two have always been so lackluster. So I'm Oh, not, you you never played uh I played, well, yeah, you 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 I, played through fucking Finest Hour. Yeah. That British campaign in Africa was, was amazing. Good. Finest Hour was good. The, the Finest Hour campaign for the British for me was just actually just annoying and difficult to play for me. I, I was just frustrated the entire time playing it. Because of the bolt it. It, it was well done. Well, they never represent the Leanne field properly, and it pisses me off. They I, they represent it as like oh. a freaking BB gun. It's so stupid. They're like, bang, click, click. It's like, motherfucker, that action is so goddamn smooth, you can fucking work it with your pinky. Oh, yeah. You know I, how? Because I've got one, and I can fucking do that. Let me turn on hardcore mode on the campaign so I can just start one-tapping people. All right, I'm shooting a freaking 30. I'm shooting a 308. Everybody has a 308 rifle in World War II, all right? No, I don't. Just three hundred three, three hundred three uh, British. Three hundred three. Yeah, three hundred three. Everybody has like a three, a freaking basically thirty odd six. Let me freaking one tap somebody. Don't let make me spend an entire freaking clip on M1 Garand freaking killing a freaking piece an, an NPC. All right. You know, this is this is the only time I've really been interested in a World War Two game that is not Call of Duty. Is actually coming to Heroes Three, because because it is a different front. It's the Italian front, which doesn't get told as often. Yeah, the Italian that, front was pretty unexciting. It was like Husky, there was Casino, and it was pretty much a walkthrough until you hit German occupation. But the, like a lot of the battles weren't like iconic, you know what I mean? Yeah, and like, they got overshadowed by everything that was happening in France. Like Monte Casino was primarily fought by British and Canadian troops. The Americans were there, but it was mainly our battle. Right? It was we like, were we were represented as often. Yeah, uh, but we were there. I think at the base getting mortared. That was a and Anzio. Anzio is your battle, and that would be something that would be really cool to see in a video game. Yeah, but, I, I, but that's Call the only thing two, is, I, I, I don't, one. I yep. don't care. Call of Duty Two Big Red One was fucking amazing. That was a good one. I, I don't care about that. I want to hear the stories of it because even if it's not popular, they were fucking there, and those German lines, they held up. To... Go read a book. Well, I want to. I want to play a game on it. I don't. I don't. I retained information differently. It's it might not be it might not be lackluster for everyone else, but it's it's just neat thing for me to see. The whole thing is is what sells. True. Everybody knows about D Day. Everyone knows about the airborne troops. Everybody knows about Europe. You know, actually, who hasn't done? Right. I, I'm really surprised. Only one video game out there has done a battle of Bastogne, and that's it. Because Bastogne's Bastogne's another really hard one to do. It was a lot of sitting. Yeah, I mean, it was basically the entire game would be you as a, an American paratrooper getting shelled for three weeks straight. What sucks is that a game studio that I know probably would have done it really well was going to do it. You know who was going to do it? Who? Gearbox. Gearbox. Uh, the, guy, the guys that make Gears of War? No, brother. Yeah, and the Brothers in Arms series. Because oh, yeah, well, series was good. Brothers in Arms, is still to this day for me, is the Best World War II game series ever made. I Hell's love Hell's Highway. Really well Hell's, Hell's Highway was amazing. Because a lot of people really didn't like that game, but it was cool. It's, it's, it, it, it's a it great off. freaking game. Like, because like it encapsulated what 
the soldiers what, what it, it does a better job of capsulating what it means to be a soldier than any other you know shooter out there yeah there wasn't like we're the hero yay it was like oh my god combat fuck me up like that's legitimately what the game was about was how yeah. fucking taxing it was on these people and i like, do i do think like, like, like to this going day from road to hill 30 to um hell's, hell's highway was not hell's highway what Earn was the blood? first one uh, so road yeah. to hill 30 is the first one Earn and blood is the second one hell's yeah, highway is blood that's having that flashback to buddy with the glasses fucking losing his shit and shooting in 1911 out of panzer 4 right yeah. like that there it's like he's remembering it man it's fucking ptsd like this shit really fucking happened and it's affecting your character like seeing that's really fucking well done like, and the combat was cool it was like, from like that was from the other game dude hell's highway like freaking like like because i because it still it lingers in my mind because i want it to happen like the last line it wasn't the last line in Brothers Arms Hell Highway, but it was like the, like it was Baker's last like mental breakdown he had because he had a lot of mental breakdowns in that game. Oh fuck yeah! It was when, and, his, it was when his friend got uh, crushed right by the house. Frankie. 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 Yeah. yeah. Well, like you know, it was after that he they they returned back into the to the base. Matt's like just sulking, and he's holding his pistol, and he's and Leggett, you know, who's been haunting in the entire campaign comes back one last time and like they're having a conversation back and forth you know about you know he's letting Leggett like eat at him about losing men in his squad because you know he just had turned down freaking uh his boy for a promotion who's been dying for a promotion and freaking he's like they're talking and Leggett basically at the end of it I was like tell me Baker can you handle snow and Baker's like I can handle snow I was like all the next games being bad stone then Gearbox went and made that weird Brothers in Arms games that never launched, and they just gave up on the title. And I've never heard anything about it since. Yeah, I mean, people changed. World War II was also starting to die out by that time because of everyone's going. They had going a hard. story to finish. I want to know the end of Matt Baker, dude. I I need to know the end but, of Matt, Matt Baker and freaking his squad of the lucky of the unlucky thirteen. I need to know the ending. I need to know the ending. I think they all. I think one of them, one survives. The rest die. That's why they're unlucky. Thirteen. Huh? I think only one of them survives, and the rest are killed. What? What? At at the end of World War Two or at the end of Hell's Highway? World War Two. Well, we don't know because first of all, they're all fictional characters, and second of all, like it's just like I, I need the game to wrap up. It's the only like this game has. It obviously has an ending, and the story's not over yet. Because there's so yeah. much left. Because because we know that the like we know the paratroopers go to the end. We we all know the paratroopers go to the end of the war, and so like yeah. where does freaking where where does Baker's squad end? You know where's their story end? I just need to know. Gearbox, he on it. All right, I know Trey. Ba I, I think Troy Baker would be on board for it. I don't know if you guys can afford him anymore because he's a big name voice actor now. But get on it. But we have hit our two hour mark for the night. I just want to ask one more question. What was the game that made you guys stop trusting AAA title makers? Oh, that's, that's a good one. Because <laughs> I feel like as PC, especially as PC gamers, because I find myself... I'm a new PC gamer, though. I've only been PC gaming for like three years. Same. Like I'm, I'm relatively new to it. Same. But for me, it's like I like I find so much more joy playing my indie titles and I cr like I look at AAA tiles like I have I own AAA tiles on my PC and my Xbox and I'm just like I I'm not in the mood. I'm not in the mood. So what was that game that made you decide like I I'm just 
no, I, I can't trust another one ever again. For yeah, me, I'll tell you what it was for me. It wasn't Cyberpunk. Um, <clears throat> it was Fallout 76. Yeah, I was going to say the same. Yeah. It was Fallout My, 76. I never really was into Fallout. It was it was Call of Duty. It was... Uh, <laughs> yeah, which one? I, I it was Call of Duty after 3. I think it was Black Ops 4. Four or Black Ops Three? I yeah, I can't. Black Ops. Yeah. 4, I can't understand Black Ops Four completely. No, 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 it was Black Ops Three. I could not beat the campaign. I have to this day. I have it's yet. It's the to dumbest campaign ever. Dumbest call, call yeah, campaign stupid. ever. It was and dumb. then I beat it. It was dumb. Yeah. I but, I uh, had Trango I had not boom. beat that one. And then <laughs> I did not I did not beat uh Black Ops the the twenty twenty version of it. I have those are two Old campaigns War. of Call of Duty. I have not beat. Old War, I, have, yeah. I I have beaten Infinite Warfare. Infinite Warfare, fantastic campaign. The other campaign, no, it was a fantastic campaign. Black Ops Four was shit, or Three was shit, and then Black Ops Four was so, that multiplayer hell that I did not want to play. And then yeah. Cryptic says then, for him it was Anthem. Pop Tart says it was. Oh uh, no, never mind. It was Battlefront. Cryptic yeah. Pop Tart's fuck said it. It was Star Wars Battlefront One, not two. One. Yeah. Yeah. Battlefront but, pissed me off. One, like here was I, at the moment that one came out. I think like. I think it was. I, I think, I think the one was after Fallout so 76. But like, I just accepted one as like, like a fluke. You know, it's like okay, maybe they'll get in the next. They're making a sequel. All right, they gotta recognize the mistakes from the first one and make the you know make the fixes. They have to have Galactic Contention, Galactic Conquest at least now. They do. I was playing Battlefront two today. They have it. They finally have Galactic not. Conquest. It's not as good though. Yeah. Oh. I, I I Battlefront yeah. 2 came out on my birthday, so I was already set up for disappointment. So, see Battlefront 2 when it first came out, it was a disappointment as well. But they fixed it enough that it's enjoyable. Oh, yeah, I, I played I it. It's, it's, it's a ton of it. fun now. It's, it's a ton fun. of fun now. But like, I don't know. But like, I'll I'll agree because Saber and I are Fallout fanboys. Yeah. And yeah, 76 fucking killed it for me. The hype, the everything, and then just the amount of PR hell they went through afterwards it was just not a good time man i, I gotta say i, I gotta I, say i, I got have... the nice tricentennial edition too with the steel book and i just i got i got i got i got i got shafted you know, man you know you know what's sad i got i gave i gave the game um what was that fucking game they, they, they had a second version second game with i can't prefer the fucking game well, it has ellie and joel the, oh fucking the last of us oh, the last of us too I gave it so much shit the first time I played it because of what I was hearing. I played it all the way through and forced myself to finish that game. Honestly, story-wise, it wasn't terrible. I don't, some characters I hated, but honestly, that was People actually pretty don't game. like it when main characters die. That's it. That's seriously what it is. People were upset with the story. Not the game itself, just the storyline, because it didn't fit what narrative they were expecting. Which and honestly, I think the surprise in it was fucking good. Honestly, I loved it. I honestly, to this day, I I had played it again. I actually like that game. I the Last it. of Us is my all-time favorite game. The story was uh, just absolutely the first, amazing. the first and the second one go well with each other so much, especially playing them all the way through. It's such a fantastic game. I thought it was a letdown until I played it again. That's the difference. Like, that's the difference with I think like with video game fans and movie fans. Like in with movies, it's easy I would say to kill off a main character. You know, because like you just have to make it dramatic or whatever. With a video game, though, it, you you gotta do it at the right moment. You you gotta like it. Ha there has to be timing to doing it. Like let's take like Call of Duty Big Red One for example. 
we're all Brooklyn. Yes. Fuck. Yes. Yes. <laughs> nobody was <laughs> mad <laughs> about nobody was mad at Call of Duty for killing for killing Brooklyn. It no. was like the first time he ever. It was, almost made it. He almost he made it. Close. It was like the first time ever I was upset that a video game character died. Yeah, me too. It was the first time ever I got upset. That, like, you can kill off a main character in a video game, but you gotta do it at the right moment. You just tapped into a memory from fucking, like, <laughs> 16 years ago, okay? Like, I played through that game once. That's how memorable that dude was. Yeah. I mean, Might make it finally <laughs> back from this lousy war. <laughs> yeah, no! At the Hurricane Forest, he was so close. He was like two weeks away. That was it. Two weeks. Uh, he was the best goddamn character, man. I swear. Yeah, I mean, if you, if people were more open to narrative, when when they killed Joel in Last of Us Two, spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't played this say two years before you say it. Well, too fucking, too fucking bad. When Joel dies, uh, oh, it was spoiled before the game even came out. By the way, yeah, oh, I'm, I'm not. Yeah, so when Joel died in that fucking game, they did it. It wasn't the timing wise that they did it because I think they did it at an appropriate time for him to die. Wasn't like at the beginning of the game. Yeah, it was. I, that's not yeah, appropriate time. It was like five years or five minutes. Oh my god, was, five hours in. Five hours, you know five what? I, honestly, for his character and for that story to develop, I think it was a good time for it. Yeah, he, he it died. He died at an appropriate time. He had played all the way through as his killer. Even though it was kind of like, oh yeah, whatever, you figured it out. But when they meet up, they it was such a shocker playing it. You don't get that as much as you used to. And sometimes it doesn't come at all. Yeah. So uh, that, that's the last time I, I mean, a AAA developer gave me some insight, but I had to play it a second time for me to play it. My, despite all the negativity that the game has already gotten. So when I'm looking into a new game, I don't want to fucking read articles or anything. I want to hit, hit it fresh. Like, I was reading the articles for The Last of Us 2. I was reading them just so I can get some information. For 2042, I don't want to read any information. I don't give a shit. Give me the game. I'll I'll tell you how it is when it comes out. I will say this too. Like, video game developers, especially ones for shooters, they have to stop worrying about being, like, a critical success. Mm -hmm. Like, like... Just make a good game. Just make a game, oh, dude. That is. And, that's oh, what yeah. I, and that's what... Like, that's what I'm liking about Battlefield so far. It doesn't look like they're trying to make another critical game, like trying to tell these emotional stories of World War Two or something like that, World War One or anything. Like they're trying. No, they're like, like you people want Battlefield moments. Yeah. We're gonna give you the tools to create Battlefield moments, exactly. and I'm, I'm all fucking for it. Exactly. I'm all for it. I'm hoping. I'm just hoping that they that doing these Battlefield moments is not a cop out for them just to release shit, because. We were so. they, EA Eras are very fucking known to release just shit and say, "Hey, here you go. We'll we'll add more to it. You just got to pay for it." Here's the whole thing, though. They lost money on Battlefield Five. They lost a lot of fucking. They lost money a lot of fucking. Five. They lost a lot yeah. of support and a lot of fucking. Um, well, uh, investors the, and shit pulled out. Yeah. Well, look, just look, look what they did with Star Wars Battlefront Two. They vastly improved that game. But the next Star Wars title they had was the was the game that said, "Hey, we could make a fucking story game, and here know, it is." I don't know yeah. about Battlefront Two. Jedi. I don't know Battlefront Two. They ever made a profit off that game though? They did. They yeah, made they a huge did. profit. They, they made a huge fucking profit. Initially, it did well, and then it had a resurgence after they had fixed it, okay. which yeah. is good. They, they went, well, it was already on sales. The only game that was a savior for them for their Star Wars license was Jedi. That was yeah. it. Yeah. Jedi I mean, was such a fantastic they, story. They don't have their license anymore. 
they 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 have some of it. They it's they're, they're not exclusive. To create games, but they're no longer exclusive. Yeah, they're so not they've exclusive. Given it, they've given it back to LucasArts and Ubisoft. Which, by the way, I, LucasArts has its own game division now. Yeah, so I'm yeah. looking forward to and the their only. And their that... first game is Star Wars Hunters, the mobile game. Yeah. Oh, no. The only game I'm looking forward to from EA for Star Wars in general will be another Jedi game. That's it. If they yeah. can continue that story, I'm okay with it. Other than that, anything I else? I'd love to see Cal Kestis fucking live on, man. He was yeah. a badass character. I loved him. I just thought it was great that he had that like he they they set up on energy, you know, where he's like, I don't think I can do it. I don't it's... think I can do it. And like he was still a pretty weak piece of shit by the end of the game, but like he was getting better. And I was like, oh, this kid expand more. This is exciting, and I hope they don't just kill it at that one game. You know. Well, they also set it up. He has a he has a romance with that witch chick. He has a he has a a newfound trust for his master, who re, who found a newfound trust for the force, mm-hmm. and he has a ship. So I'm I'm looking forward to seeing how this he goes. Sassy pilot ever, and I love him. I can't remember his yeah. name for the life of me. I can't remember him either. Him and his robot. Like him. They has the robot. Every Jedi gotta have a robot companion, man. And whatever the fuck that little dude's name was was just badass. I thought it was, was a cool little companion. He was, he was better than the soccer ball from from the follow up <laughs> movies. All right, all right, we yeah. guys, all right, we're gonna stop right there. I'm gonna cut us all off right now because we're probably going to a freaking Star Wars freaking rant right now. Yeah, here we go. So oh, here we go. Later. Star Wars. Right. Here we go. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, but that's uh, I think it's a good spot to wrap it on. And thank you everybody for tuning in tonight, and thank you for everybody in the comments section. If there's a video game out there that has broken your trust in gaming, please let me know what it is. Uh, but uh, thank you everybody for tuning in tonight. You guys have a fantastic rest of your evening. And uh, if you guys join halfway through and want to catch the beginning parts of this podcast, this will be re-uploaded tonight, hopefully within the next hour, and uh, on Spotify and Apple. So make sure you guys check that out. After hours by Saber X Seven. Thank you again for tuning in tonight. Josh, can you have anything else to say? No, I like it. apples. All right. Fuck y'all. Enjoy yourselves. Good you know, night. How about them apples? Thank you, everybody, for tuning into this episode of the After Hours Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, feel free to head over to twitch.tv forward slash SaberX7 to catch the live recordings or the VOD of this podcast. You can watch our live reactions to everything that we're doing and uh, also tune in and chat with us during the live recordings. Thank you and have a great night.